stay tuned for Woodland Bobcat football on the iSchool Sports Network beginning at 624 with the Coach Blair Armstrong Show. Stay tuned for Woodland Bobcat football on the iSchool Sports Network beginning at 624 with the Coach Blair Armstrong Show. Stay tuned for Woodland Bobcat football on the iSchool Sports Network beginning at 624 with the Coach Blair Armstrong Show. Stay tuned for Woodland Bobcat football on the iSchool Sports Network beginning at 624 with the Coach Blair Armstrong Show.
The following is a presentation on high school sports. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or recording of this event without express written consent from Woodland High School or high school sports is strictly prohibited. Woodland Bobcats football is on the air. Woodland Bobcats football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group, is presented by the Knowles Group. Affordable tires and repair. 56 Vintage Market, Bama Diesel Repair, Browns Cabinets, Edward Jones Advisor Sean Bradley, First Bank, with branches in Wadley, Roanoke, Goodwater, Hollis Crossroads, and Rockford, Gray Hill Auto and Tire Repair, Heron Monument and Memorial, Homestar Mortgage, Lori Brown Team, Johnson Ag Service, First Bank of Alabama, Lacey Garner at JC Hairco, Meadows Farm Equipment, Mid-South HVAC, Reliance Realty, Robertson Air Repair, Southern States Bank, Southern Union State Community College, Southwire, Tanner Health System, The Randolph Leader, The Town of Woodland, Trailers Tax Service, Trailer Retirement Community, WM Grocery, Wellborn Cabinets, and by Young's Drug and General Store. Stay tuned for the Coach Blair Armstrong Show, Dr. Don's Game Night Forecast, and the Bobcat Pregame Report, only on iSchool Sports. Your home for Woodland Bobcat football. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here. Time for a pregame chat with the coach. I hate losing more than I like winning, if that makes any sense. I, I can't stand to lose, so uh, I think we're trying to get a little bit of that mindset into our kids because you play differently when you look at it that way. Welcome to the Coach Blair Armstrong Show, presented by Affordable Tires and Repair, Heron Monument and Memorial, Johnson Ag Service, and by Trailers Tax Service. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. I'm your host, Taylor Jones, and this week we are talking with the head coach of Woodland High School football, Coach Blair Armstrong. And Coach, it was a little touch and go there to begin with. We didn't know if we would get to this point successfully, but we've got a game coming up on Friday night, and it's going to be uh, at Warren Sewell Field. Uh, I know uh, it, it's a blessing for you guys, and it's a blessing for us too and the community that we are going to get football uh, this week. So uh, pretty surreal week, wouldn't you say? Very, very exciting. We have worked so hard to get to this point. So, you know, every every day that goes by, you're wondering if we're – if somebody's going to shut us down or if the states get shut down or whatever. So some people, you know, don't really pay much attention to the social distancing stuff. So I think there was a some gathering, a, a revival or something, and a bunch of people, you know, spread it. So it's it's difficult to manage uh, as a coach because we have kids that are not really fearful of it. Most of the children, you know, teenagers aren't fearful of it. So they're uh, maybe not trying to social distance unless we, you know, impose that on them. So it's 
Uh, it's been gradual, but we've gotten better and better and better at it, and real pleased with their effort. We keep everything wiped down and stuff. So we're we're hoping that this won't be the only game we play. We're hoping we get to play a whole season that everybody in the state will be careful and that they don't, you know, have a bunch of breakouts. Exactly, and you know we are, you know, talking about COVID nineteen and. Uh... Things are going to be a little different at Warren Sewell Field this year as far as uh, how many people are going to be allowed into the stadium, uh, some guidelines for those that are in the stadium, how you guys are going to have to handle things on the sidelines. So just the protocols for fans that are coming to Warren Sewell Field this year, what are they? And two, what are some things that the football team are, are going to have to do differently on the sidelines and on the field of play during this pandemic? Well, we have to be 50% capacity is what they're saying. So it's going to be about 850 people, approximately 250 uh, for the visitors and, and 600 for us. Because of the fact that we've got iSchool Sports, you know, producing a, a video or video in the game and producing it, uh, that's going to help ease the pain from some people who may really want to come and yet they're apprehensive. So um, I don't know how it's going to work out exactly. The protocol is uh, try to keep, you know, six feet if you're not – Let's set for family members. Uh, wear a mask. You know, they're a- asking to do that. And just for our sake, we're hoping everybody will follow the guidelines because we don't need a breakout here. We don't need somebody to spread it and suddenly we're quarantined at school or the community has issues. So it, it's difficult. Um, um, as far as the team's concerned, we, you know, follow the same guidelines. The biggest hassle is trying to figure out how to do water. Um, we do water in practice with with um, cups where each kid fills his own cup with water and then we just throw the cups away every time so we don't have any handling of water bottles. The state wants us to have a water bottle. We've got their numbers on it so we'll have and everybody will have one of those but we're also going to do bottled water for our timeouts so that nobody's having to handle it and we're not having to push a button. Somebody's not filling it up for them because normally we have managers that fill it up for the guys because they're playing so they can't really take care of that themselves. So. Uh, it's going to be a little different. We figure we're going to probably use about 200 bottles of water <laughs> with all the timeouts and stuff. So having to manage that uh, is going to be interesting. And we can't have too many people. We have to have a limited number of people on the sidelines. So it's not like I can have six or eight managers out there. You know, we're going to have to limit that. And, you know, somebody handles the ball, the balls, and keeps those wiped and, and hands them to the ref. So it's, uh, it's different managerial-wise, a little bit more complicated. And I'm sure we'll uh, have our – uh, early snafus till we get it all figured out. <laughs> yeah, and you uh, you did bring up the video thing. That was something I did want to talk about in this show too. Um, you know, we normally have audio for home and away games. We're still going to have that this year. It's still going to be free, but if you aren't able to come out to Warren Sewell Field to watch them play Fayetteville or any home game this year, we are going to be producing video this year. Uh, just go to our website, uh, click on a video click here is uh, what you'll click on underneath the Woodland logo, uh, creates you an account and you will, uh, it'll be $9.99 to watch the game. And the reason that we are charging that is because uh, we are at 50% capacity, as you said, the gate's not going to be as much as we are used to having. So that money that uh, you pay that $9.99 for will go directly to the school as if you're buying a ticket and coming to watch the game live. So that is, uh, you know, two different options to uh, watch and listen to the Bobcats if you can't come to the Fayetteville game. Uh, one other thing I did want to talk about, uh, it seems like it was three months ago just because so much has changed. But uh, when we talked in the preview show, we were talking about how the uh, trip to Georgia had changed and it moved up a week because Georgia decided they wanted to start football on September the 4th. But now that game is 
scrapped uh, due to some uh, travel concerns about crossing state lines. And now there's a new opponent uh, and a new location coming up on now it's going back to August 20th. Do you mind just uh, talking about that? Yeah, it's been, it's been a roller coaster. We, we were playing them. Then they moved their season back, and we weren't playing them. Then we, they had a, somebody drop their schedule, so we were playing them again. And then, then we weren't playing them, and they were playing them again. And then the state said we're not going to have out-of-state out travel, which I understand totally. Yeah. You can't, can't trace you know, the stuff from the other schools uh, adequately. So um, we're playing Randolph County, um, which is an old rival. So it worked out that we could work this out. We you know, weren't going to play them just the way the schedule was with our – uh, new region and everything, we just couldn't work it out. So this will be um, this will be huge to, to play in the county. We don't have to go far, so we're definitely saving on transportation yeah. uh, for sure. And the kids are excited about it because they, you know, they they wanted to bring that back. We were hoping we we already have you know Rambert another big rival we have on the schedule. So with Randolph County, that'll be huge. Uh, game week, the Fayetteville Wolves are coming to town uh, to Warren Sewell Field, and we're going to be talking more about the Wolves in just a few moments after this message from our sponsors, Affordable Tires and Repair and Heron Monument and Memorial. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from High School Sports. As a resident of Randolph County, I want the best price and the best service all close to home. When I need new tires, an oil change, or even a new water pump, I take my vehicle to Affordable Tires and Repair in Woodland. Affordable Tires and Repair has the best prices on tires for all vehicles, even tractors. Is that check engine light on in your vehicle? We'll take it to Affordable for a quick diagnosis and repair. Visit Affordable Tires and Repair today and see why they will continue to get my business for years to come. Affordable Tires and Repair, 23667 Highway 48 in Woodland. A full-service cemetery and memorial works company, that's Heron Monument and Memorial. They handle memorials, markers, and more with a wide selection of sizes, colors, and shapes. They also create signage and plaques for your home or business, as well as monument cleaning, sandblasting, and restoration. To see how Heron Monument and Memorial can help you, visit them at 124 Woodland Drive or call 256 610 3557 Heron Monument and Memorial from our family to yours. Welcome back to the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. This week's opponent for the Woodland Bobcats is the Fayetteville Wolves. Uh, revisiting the Fayetteville game from last year, uh, it was probably what, week two, week three for you before you got your first game in and having to travel to Fayetteville. And um, they ended up being a playoff team last year in a pretty tough two way region. Uh, going down to Laverne and losing in the first round. But just from where they've been and you watching film, how much have they improved from that game uh, last year? Uh, they got better throughout the year. Uh, found a, a rhythm with some different things they did on offense that helped them be successful. And, uh, they're you know a little bit bigger school than us. They have a great coach. Uh, they, they're kind of like us. They were pretty young last year, so they got a lot of guys back. Uh, it'll be a very competitive game. Uh, they're, they're good, and we feel like we've gotten better. And, um, playing at our place, which will be a little bit of an advantage. We, we made a couple key mistakes in that game last year that cost us at, towards the end, but it was close all the way. Uh, we were leading at one point, and uh, and so we're we're not afraid of them. That's that's you know you never know sometimes when you have an opponent that's pretty good, but our kids aren't afraid of them. They respect them obviously, but uh, as an opponent, but they're excited to play them and they're coming to our place. That's big. Uh, in preparation for this game, I listened to an interview that their head coach did, and the one thing that he said is he feels like he's got one of the best defensive coordinators in the state. He feels like he's got a really good defensive unit. Uh, what have you seen from their defense, and how do you feel like your experienced offense now goes up against them? They're well coached. It's real obvious. You can watch the way they line up and the way they play, plays, the way they read and come downhill. They're definitely a well-coached football team. And uh, 
we feel like we've gotten better all the way across the board. Um, if we have a weakness at all, uh, probably it's just special teams. All of the people on the special teams units are, are awesome. Uh, our kick game, the, the kickers themselves, we're, we just don't have a lot of experience there. Um, and so that's, you know, that's something that takes time to develop. You don't just develop that overnight. So uh, we lost two good ones last year, uh, two seniors. So we're working on it. I think we'll have some kids that will be better next year, but we're, it'll be a, that'll be our one uh, place where we're not quite as strong. And looking at uh, the offensive side of the ball, the thing that really uh, stands out to me, their key wide receiver from last year is moving over to quarterback. But they've also got a stable of running backs, too, led by big number 13, Luke White. So just looking at their running backs and how does your defense stack against them? We're pretty physical up front. We've got some big boys, and, and our linebacker and core is back. They're pretty experienced. Uh, we have two new additions in the secondary, which is huge, that played – Basketball didn't play football this year. They played football as sophomores, didn't play as juniors, and playing this year as seniors. And they've showed out in practice. It's been it's been nice to have them last year too. They're very good. And so um, we'll we'll be we'll be pretty competitive defensively. I think it'll be a good game. We got one last break to take before we wrap this up. This is the Coach Flair Armstrong Show from High School Sports. Around here, farming isn't a hobby; it's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for 38 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Final segment of the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. Woodland getting ready to take on Fayetteville at Warren Sewell Field. Looking ahead to uh, Fayetteville, a team that's uh, that's improved a lot, just like the Woodland Bobcats have. Going to be a uh, fun football game, just like every time that Woodland and Fayetteville have gotten together. So what are your keys to victory and uh, getting uh, that 1-0 and record to start the year? I think the biggest thing in the first game is getting over the jitters. Um, not making those little errors that you might not make two or three games into the season. It's just it's the, you know it's the first game of the year, and uh, you haven't really gone against an opponent. You know we go against each other, but we can't simulate the full speed on the opposite side of the ball. If we're running offense, it's hard to get the defense to play at the same level because my best eleven's over on offense, and so my my second bunch isn't quite as good as the first bunch. So when you're playing a Fayetteville, their first bunch and our first bunch are going to be pretty good. So. It ends up being a lot uh, more competitive, a lot more physical. So the physicality of the game, not making mistakes, not turnovers, not penalties, those little things can really play into this, you know, a fumble, a turnover. Those things can make a difference in a game like this. One final question, just your message to the community and fans ahead of the first game of the season. Well, uh, we've got a little thing that's going to be played uh, at the beginning of the game that's pretty exciting, and it brought to bear some things to think about in our community you know, there's been a lot of success here in the past. When you go back and look over at Woodland footballers, they've been region champs several, you know, six, seven times. They've been very successful uh, winning seasons over the years. Um, 
getting to the playoffs two years and you know every I think it was 2004 2006 that's big um just getting there that's so huge obviously it hurts when you don't win it but just to get there not you know only two teams get to get there every year so that's big and so I love history and I love to think about those things and I like to talk to our kids about you know let's try to live up to that let's let's bring it back let's bring back the the, the orange group out there that goes crazy at the games and all the stuff that uh, I heard to talk about you couldn't find a place to park you'd have to get there you know at 10 o'clock in the morning if you want tickets for one of the I, big I've games. been to a couple really good tailgates right up there on the uh, practice <laughs> field a couple times back so in the I past. think that that's you know obviously we'd definitely like to have that back and it's going to take some wins on our part and the community believing and, and getting involved and, and we're, we hope to bring that back that's that's a that's a lot of fun I've had fortune to do that in the several communities and there's nothing like uh, the community all pulling together on a Friday night. Woodland getting ready to take on the Fayetteville Wolves. It will be the fifth straight meeting between the Bobcats and the Wolves, and it is the season opener 2020. Uh, series tied at two games apiece. Woodland's 1-2, Fayetteville's 1-2, so this will be uh, the all-deciding game Tiebreaker. five <laughs> for Woodland and Fayetteville. Going to be exciting. We hope to see you guys out at Warren Sewell Field, but if not, you can listen to the game, iSchoolSportsNetwork.com as well as watch the game on IcehillSportsNetwork.com, as well as all home games played at Warren Sewell Field. Coach, it's uh, good to talk football again. And uh, just like I've been telling everybody this week, uh, every Friday night that we get from here on out, it's going to be a huge blessing. And, you know, I hope that we're back next week. I hope that we're back beginning in November talking about Woodland Bobcat football. So thanks again for taking time out and talking with us, and good luck out there. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. The Coach Blair Armstrong Show is presented by... Affordable Tires and Repair, Heron Monument and Memorial, Johnson Ag Service, and by Trailers Tax Service. Coming up next is Dr. Don's Game Night Forecast here on iSchool Sports. Wellborn Cabinet is hiring to fill our current demand and for future expansion. We are looking for the right people to fill these openings. Got a special skill? Jobs are available in all departments on both first and second shifts. Wellborn is currently offering a $1,000 sign-on bonus paid after 90 days of employment. In addition to the sign-on bonus, we offer a rideshare program and a free lunch for the first week to all new hires, plus all of our other great benefits. So be on the lookout for our mobile application van coming to a town near you or come by our human resources office at 38669 highway 77 in ashland alabama or go online to www.wellborn.com to complete an application or you can call 256-354-7151 and ask for human resources to talk with one of our recruiters wellborn is an equal opportunity employer wellborn cabinet a great place to work and where you need to be Thank you for joining us on the I. It's time now for the Wellborn Cabinet, Dr. Don's Game Night Weather Forecast on the iSchool Sports Network. Today is a perfect day to think about your future. What will it look like next year? What about five or ten years from now? Today is a great day to talk with Wellborn Cabinet in Ashland about a career path. Wellborn Cabinet is hiring young people just starting out, hiring skilled craftsmen. Wellborn Cabinet continues to grow. If you're interested in your future, visit us at Wellborn Cabinet and we'll tell you about our opportunities, our benefits, our incentive and bonus programs. Come by 7 until 4.30 weekdays on Highway 77 South in Ashland. And now here's Dr. Don with that forecast. Good news as we get set to kick off the 2020 high school football season. Rain chances have been lowered considerably across East Alabama. 
The forecast for Sewell Field in Woodland, Alabama as the Fayetteville Wolves call on the Woodland Bobcats. A 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms during the ball game, otherwise mostly cloudy. Kickoff temperature 75, halftime temperature 72, and will be in the upper 60s to start the fourth quarter. Dew point 68, relative humidity 78%, heat index 75, wind out of the southwest at 2, and we'll have a 56% sky cover. There's your GameCast forecast for tonight's opener in Woodland, Alabama from Dr. Don's weather page. Let's play ball! Thank you for joining us on the iSchool Sports Network. The team here at iSchool Sports during this worldwide pandemic wanted to step outside of our normal box and create another way to help our local high schools here in the county. With restrictions and limitations on crowd sizes that affect normal gates this football season, we wanted to do our part in offsetting lost revenues. Just like in the SEC or Power 5 conferences of the NCAA, football revenues assist other sports. iSchool Sports is providing a platform for all of the schools in the county to help offset those losses by creating this pay-per-view platform to allow fans to watch their favorite team in the county. All of the proceeds from the ticket prices on pay-per-view go directly to each school. Each school determines their ticket prices and owns the exclusive rights to the broadcast. Again, each school receives all proceeds from the pay-per-view subscriptions. On behalf of the entire crew at iSchool Sports, we thank you for watching or listening to tonight's broadcast. Now back to Woodland Bobcat football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another year of Woodland Bobcat football from iSchool Sports Network. Taylor Jones here with you, and it is the kickoff of the 2020 season. The Fayetteville Wolves come to town tonight. It's a playoff team from 2020 and a Woodland football team that's got a lot of confidence. Maybe we'll see some improvement as well. There's a lot of questions out there, and I can't wait to get out there and uh, watch the Bobcats play tonight. But before we get into that, we're going to get into some game day headlines to get you up to speed with everything going on before tonight's game. Some form of normalcy. Tonight marks the return of sports for Woodland High School. Spring sports were officially shut down on March the 13th due to the COVID-19 pandemic. After a summer of uncertainty, football programs around the state have prepared for the season and have kept a positive mind. And tonight is that reward for the Bobcats. One trip around the sun. Head coach Blair Armstrong has now been the head coach for one full calendar year. However, he starts year two in a strange manner. No spring practice plus an unordinary summer workout program. How will the football team look now that Armstrong has had a full year with his players? We'll get a taste tonight. And a quiet rival. Woodland and Fayetteville will meet for the fifth straight season tonight in what has become a very entertaining series. Last season, the Fayetteville Wolves defeated Woodland 17-8 in Sylacauga. Woodland shut out Fayetteville 27 to nothing in 2018 right here at Warren Sewell Field. All in all, the all-time series is tied 2-2 with Woodland outscoring Fayetteville 90-51. That's it for game day headlines. For a more in-depth look at tonight's game, we're going to turn things over to T.A. For a more in-depth look into tonight's game, it's time for TA's Tale of the Tape, presented by Bama Diesel Repair. Here's Terry Allen. Well, hello, everyone. I'm glad to be back, too. 
here with Taylor Jones, and I thought we'd never be back in this booth. It's been a while. As a matter of fact, since November of 2019, we haven't seen high school football in the state of Alabama. A lot has happened since that time, which included a March shutdown of all schools due to the pandemic, and that included no spring football and a lot of time at home. Believe me, I spent, it seemed like, five months at home uh, just me, the wife, and son. The first tell of the tape is always the toughest to do because of all the unknowns. But this year, it's especially tough with all that's happened in 2020. We're going to do our best to give you a look at Fayetteville and our Woodland Bobcats as we start the season. Uh, we didn't know if we'd get it or not, really. First up, the Fayetteville Wolves under head coach John Limbaugh, who talked at their media day about the COVID-19 experience, saying, adversity turns into excellence. I think we are going to be better because of it. Through the challenge of doing something different, something hard, we became a better team. We found some leaders. The motto for the Wolves this year is, we not me. And confidence is high on defense. The Wolves also have a stable of running backs led by Luke White. So we can look for a lot of RPOs tonight. Junior quarterback Pacey Deloach has received high praises from his coach. and Looking to have a great year this year. The Wolves are Class 2A Region 4. And they play in what many would call this year with a realignment. One of the toughest regions in the state with the likes of Lynette, Lafette, Ramburn, Randolph County, Horseshoe Bend. They finished six and five last year with a win over our Bobcats on opening night uh, last year. Taylor told you, alluded to, 17 to eight was the final there. They did lose the first round of the playoffs last year to Laverne Big. We'll be back in a moment. We'll take a look at the Bobcats on the iSchool Sports Network. Logging equipment, bulldozers, backhoes, and yes, even Grandpa's old tractor. Remember Bama Diesel Repair, LLC in Woodland, Alabama. Bama Diesel, open Monday through Friday 7 to 4 and Saturday 7 to 12. Bama Diesel Repair, Woodland, Alabama. Call us, 256-201-3685. Let us crank your tractor. She thinks my tractor's sexy. Back here with Tell of the Tape as we continue and take a look at our Woodland Bobcats as things have changed this year. Uh, the Cats are now going to play in Class 1A Region 5, and the region has Wadley, Donahoe, Raglan, Victor Christian, Winterboro, and TCC. Optimism is high this year with the drop to 1A as the playoff picture looks much better this year if the, if the Cats can string together some wins after finishing 1-9 and nine last year. The Cats played a lot of young players last year, and the hopes are with all the playing time they got, it'll help this year. The Cats are still a young team with only six seniors returning. Quarterback Brock Edwards, Casey Smith, Dalton Bolin, Lane Meadows, Caleb Kelly, and Matthew Butler are the seniors. The Cats also have a stable of juniors, which includes 13 kids. I'm not going to call all of them uh, all of their names, but uh, the hopes are high for a good year. Coach Blair Armstrong enters his second year as Bobcats head coach. 
and I talked with him on the phone, and uh, he's still yet to have a spring with his team, but in talking with him, he's very optimistic about this team and was happy about all the kids who came and endured the summer workouts. He had good turnout. He was very happy with that. If the Cats can shore up the defense, which gave up a lot of big plays last year, and if the offense can get some protection for Brock and some good run blocking, the Cats, no doubt, can be successful and I think make a run at the playoffs. Um, I do think both coaches have some concerns, as we do, uh, as to how long the season will go with the COVID-19 still prevalent. We at iSchool Sports are glad to be back covering football and encourage everyone to continue to social distance, wear a mask, and keep your hands washed because we sort of enjoy being up here in this booth, don't we, Taylor? Yes, we do, <laughs> and we, uh, we hope to keep doing that. We hope to uh, keep bringing you coverage if you're not able to come to the game uh we want to keep doing that so you keep doing what you're doing we'll keep doing what we're doing How yeah. about that? and i would also like to take a minute to add a huge congratulations to my partner taylor jones and his lovely wife brianna on the birth of their son jameson and uh tucker allen and i were talking and uh, we were a little disappointed in you taylor a little, a little bit because you know we were kind of wanting that Name to be at a boy Jones. <laughs> that didn't work out, but uh, anyway, congrats, my friend, and you two are going to make great parents. I got to go ahead and say it before we take another break, but there's nothing like Friday night football at Warren Sewellfield in Woodland, Alabama. Let's get this party started. Hey, let's go. We're going to take another quick timeout when we come back. Starting lineups here on the Orange and Blue Bobcat pregame report from iSchool Sports. Does your kitchen or bathroom need a facelift? Let Brown's Cabinets help. High-quality cabinets and vanities built locally in Woodland, Alabama that are custom-made to fit your needs. Any style, any size. They even deliver and install. With over 20 years of experience in the industry, Brown's Cabinets stand by their work and guarantee satisfaction for their customers. Call Caleb today for a free estimate, 256-610-5852. Check out Brown's Cabinets' latest projects on Facebook. Search Brown's Cabinets. That was the Star Spangled Banner as played by the Woodland High School Marching Band. We're now going to get into the starting lineups for the Woodland Bobcats. Tonight's starting lineups are made possible by Mid-South HVAC. For your heating, cooling, and commercial refrigeration needs, call Mid-South HVAC at 256-610-3318. Starting lineup. 
Matchups are brought to you by Mid-South HVAC. We'll first start with the Bobcat defense starting on the defensive line, starting at left end tonight. We've got a number change, T.A. Senior Matthew Butler is going to be wearing number 88. He's playing at the left defensive end position tonight. Your defensive tacklers are going to be number 50, Junior Eli Rollins, number 55, sophomore Blue Heron, and number 56, Nathaniel Smitherman. He is a junior. On the other side is going to be number 31, Luca Brown. He's a junior. Both uh, Matthew and Luca are going to be playing what they call the rover positions, kind of a hybrid between a linebacker and a defensive end, depending on what the offense is going to be bringing them out. So you may see them kind of back a little bit. You may be seeing them in a three-point stance. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. We'll now talk about our linebackers and, of course, our defensive pick-to-click. That's going to be number 30, Parker Woodham. He's a junior this year. Last season's breakout player on defense, Woodham led the tackles with 94. Ten of those were for a loss. The other linebackers are going to be number 60, Mick Bailey. He's a junior. And number 10, junior Guy McManus. Your defensive backfield tonight is going to be two new seniors to the team, number 11, Dalton Bolin, and number 7, Casey Smith. They're going to be playing on the corners tonight. And your lone safety in the backfield is going to be senior number one, Brock Edwards. Now for the offensive side of the ball, starting with the offensive line, right tackle number 52, junior Austin Champion. Number 55, sophomore Blue Heron will be playing right guard. At center, the second year junior uh, starting at center will be number 50, Eli Rollins. That's another uh, number change that we're going to have to remember this year. Number 76, Jake Conger is going to be getting the start at left guard, and your left tackle is going to be number 60, junior Mick Bailey. Your receivers lining up at X, number 22, Junior Logan Barrett. At Y, number 88, Matthew Butler. That's why he had to change his number. He's going to be playing a little bit of receiver and tight end this year. going to be fun to watch him play. And your W is going to be number 11, Senior Dalton Bolin. Your defensive or your offensive backfield tonight. At halfback, number 30, our Junior Parker Woodham. And fullback, number 10, Junior Guy McManus. And our pick to click on offense tonight is your quarterback, number one, Brock Edwards. He is a senior this year. Edwards begins his third season as starting quarterback for the Bobcats. He's thrown for a total of 1,785 yards and 22 touchdowns in 20 games started. We've got a few more minutes left until we uh, get things going uh, before we get into uh, – kick off your final thoughts heading into tonight's game well just like i said before and i hope we see it this year i know i don't have the numbers in front of me but uh i know last year on defense we really struggled and gave up a lot of single plays over 50 yards i think it was like 13 maybe i could be off one or two uh, we also give up some other big plays of 30 yards or above we need to shore that and shut that down uh, we need to get Brock more protection. He, he had a lot of games last year where he was on the, running for his life, basically. Uh, so if we can get some good run blocking and get some points on the board, not turn the ball over, this is the typical football stuff. we got to play good, clean football, and I think we're going to be fine. Kickoff coming up after these messages from iSchool Sports. Some things change, but not First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. First Bank's Go Mobile app, allowing customers access to their accounts on the go. Home loans, longer terms, no minimum loan amount. All types of loans you need serviced from the local branches. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First Bank, branches in Wadley, Roanoke, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater. You'll like banking with us at First Bank, member FDIC. 
tire buying process can be challenging. Let Gray Hill Auto and Tire Repair on County Road 87 help. Any style, any size, any brand. Gray Hill Auto and Tire Repair can order and install the right tire for your needs. Gray Hill Auto and Tire also handles oil changes, tire rotations, filter changes, and more. For your tire and maintenance needs, make the short drive to Gray Hill. Gray Hill Auto and Tire Repair, 15539 County Road 87 in Gray Hill. Call today, 256-449-2100. Hello, Woodland football fans. As you root for your favorite team this year, we encourage you to take steps to keep yourselves and your families safe and healthy to help reduce the spread of COVID-19. At Southwire, we're just like your football team. We want to crush the competition, but we can't do that without great employees. So come join our team. Throw us a Hail Mary and check out careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. This iSchool Sports production is powered by the Knowles Group. For all of your investment and financial needs, call 205-414-7459. It's another Friday night in Woodland, Alabama. A Friday night tradition since 1929. Claps once, yep. takes the handoff, goes right side. Matthew Butler's going to eat him up in the backfield down to the 30-yard line. 400 wins in program history. Get to the 10, to the 5, low with the shoulder, punch to the end zone. Touchdown, Brock Edwards. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. Second time that Brock has been involved in a touchdown tonight for the Cats. 21 postseason appearances. Kalen Houston will eat him up behind the 45-yard line. Hey, hey, and he came up with, with the, the football. football. Are you kidding me? Kalen Houston sacks the quarterback, took it out of his hands. Seven region titles. Field is intercepted. Picked off by Caleb Kelly at the 45 40. 35-30, 25, shakes the guy down to the 20-yard line. Caleb Kelly, first down to 10 cats. Four trips to the state finals. That pocket's closing quickly. He's got to get rid of it. He throws it deep to the only guy around. That's going to be Jackson Lovern. He's in the end zone. He's at the 15. Cuts inside to the 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Parker Woodham. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. Second touchdown of the night for the sophomore. This is Woodland Bobcat football. The orange and blue are ready for kickoff. It's time for Woodland Bobcat football on iSchool Sports. And it is go time here at Warren Sewell Field on the beautiful campus of Woodland High School. Taylor Jones, Terry Allen coming to you live from Warren Sewell Field. We'd like to welcome everyone that's actually watching this game online tonight. iSchool Sports Network doing something a little different this year due to the limited capacity and still the COVID concerns. Uh, we are giving fans the option to uh, watch the game at ho the home games, to watch the home games. So all you have to do, just go to our website, go to uh, the Woodland logo that's going to be on the front page. You'll see a, a link that says video. Click here. Click that. It is $9.99. And, and, and I know a lot of people are saying, you know, why do we have to pay to watch this game? And no, due to contrary, uh, contrary to popular belief, TA did not ask for an unbelievable raise no it's not I, because of yeah. that it's because what we're doing is if you're not able to come to the game or maybe you're going to be on vacation you're going to go to florida you've got to go visit grandma in montana and you want to watch the game all you have to do is pay 9.99 and every dime that we make doing video Go is going to, to the high school. school and that is awesome it's uh 
Uh, I'm glad we got that worked out. Uh, you can still listen to us for free. You can, yes. And uh, um, we know it's been a tough year on a lot of people being out of work and stuff like that. But uh, we're glad to have the viewers. We're glad to have the listeners. And we're getting ready to kick this thing off. Woodland will be kicking off to Fayetteville. Fayetteville will be marching from right to left if you're listening or watching how we're looking at it. Uniform watch tonight, Woodland coming out in their white helmets, blue jerseys with orange numerals and white pants for Fayetteville going with the gold helmets, white jerseys, and white pants. Matthew Butler's got this thing lined up. I think we're ready to kick off the 2020 high school football season here in Woodland, Alabama. And Butler's going to send a low line drive kick, going to be picked up around the 25-yard line. He'll take it to the 30, 35, up the middle again, hit hard around the 41-yard line. And we're going to start this drive 11.54 to go in the first quarter. And I was trying to see, I think Matthew Butler kicked that off and then went down there and made the hit. Went the right <laughs> up there. He didn't stagger left to right. He uh, stood right there in the middle. Uh, somebody jumped in there to help him, but I got to get my eyes focused in and get those numbers down. It's a little hard to read those orange numbers on the blue shirt sometimes. First Especially. down at the Fayetteville 41 shotgun set for Pacey DeLoach and the Wolves, two in the backfield. Low snap, he's going to hand off to that big running back. He's going to go down to the 45-yard line, gain of four. Good carry by Brady Ritchie. That's one of the players that we were uh, supposed to be on the lookout for, according to T.A.'s teletape. Pretty good scout there as he gets the first carry. Yeah, and a good defensive stop there and uh, by a host of Bobcats on that. And we'll get a little better. We want to call their names out. Um. 11.26 to go again shotgun set for the Wolves Deloach takes a snap going to hand off to Luke White on the right side this time gets back to the line of scrimmage midfield cuts through and he's going to be hit in the last line of defense that's going to be Dalton Bolin hitting him around the 37 yard line that's going to be a first down for the Wolves inside Woodland territory he loses his helmet he's going to have to come off for a play Caleb Kelly checking in in the defensive backfield in this place and it's never good when your safety has to come up and make the tackle there. That was a good gain uh, by Fayetteville on that play. Just straight up the gut. First down and 10, 11.02 to go here in the first quarter. Again, two running backs in the backfield for Deloach. Another low snap hands off to Luke White up the middle and a good stop there. That's Parker Woodham hitting him at the line of scrimmage. I think he's going to cross maybe two yards on the stretch. That will be a good stop there by the linebacker. Our pick to click tonight yeah, for the Bobcats. Sure Parker shot the gap, come in there, and made a good shoestring tackle. Uh, we should have had him about two yards back in the backfield. I was trying to get the number on who that was bounced through there, and I think it was, I think it was Matthew. Matthew Butler already making a name for himself here early in this game. Handoff up the middle again. He'll shake one, shake two. He'll get tripped up. Gets to around the 30-yard line. A host of Bobcats will be there to pick him up. I believe it's going to be Nathaniel Smitherman starting the tackle on the play, and it's going to bring up a third down and about three to go for the Wolves. And Nathaniel had a good year last year, made some good stops all throughout the year, coming in there from his nose position that time to make that tackle. Luca Brown also involved in that tackle. Good to see him get some playing time, not only on the offense as a running back, but as a rover as well in the defense. 
Shotgun set too wide to the right side. They're going to go reverse to he's going over inside. They're going to stop him behind nice the line play. of scrimmage. Great play, Caleb Kelly. Again, that was Luke White there, big ace in the backfield. He had to go uh, left and right, couldn't get back to the line of scrimmage, fourth and five for the Wolves. A nice defensive stop there, and it's fourth down. Let's see what Fayetteville is going to try to do with about, what is that, about six? Fourth and six. I maybe? believe they've got to get to the 27-yard line. I think they're at the 31. The front nose of the football in the 31, so it's going to be a, a long five to go, possibly six. They are going to go shotgun set again. Four down territory for the Wolves. Too wide to the left side this time. DeLoach takes a low snap. He's got to play it off the field. He's going to go left side. Nobody's open. He's going to run around to the right side, and he's going to get hit out of bounds. He fumbled the ball out of bounds. Either way, Woodland's taking over first down and 10, 8.55 to go in the first quarter. We'll see where they officially nice spot it. Nice hit. Casey Smith come up and knock that ball loose, uh, and it's going to be Bobcat ball. Bobcat ball, first down and 10. They're going to say the 31-yard line, which was the original line of scrimmage. Casey Smith coming out, making the play, as T.A. said. That was one of the players. I know you and I called a basketball game. Uh, I think it was against Ranburn back in December, and we talked with Coach Armstrong at that game. He said, there's two players on that team that aren't playing football for me, one Casey Smith, the other Dalton Bowling. We've already called both of their names out tonight. <laughs> yeah. Shotgun set for Edwards. He's going to hand off up the middle. It's going to be Parker Woodham. He's got room up the middle. He's got first down yardage. He's going to be brought down by his horse collar. Not seeing a flag yet. Either way, that's going to be a Lori Brown Homestar Mortgage first down. Let the professionals at Homestar Mortgage Lori Brown team help you restore your credit. Mobile home financing is available along with primary, secondary, and even investment properties. Find the easiest way home with the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage first down and 10 to the And I got to go ahead and call this guy's name. It was a heck of a block in the backfield to Spring Parker on that. And that was Guy McManus made yes. a good block back there in the backfield. Shotgun for Edwards. He's going to give it to Parker up the middle again. Crosses the 45 down to around the 47-yard line. A solid gain of about three or four for Woodham. Woodham, a really big uh, year last year. Uh, kind of stepping up for Dale Robertson, who battled injuries, especially in the later part of the year, uh, ended up having uh, a lot of success in the offensive backfield, I believe. I've got his stats from last year right here. Uh, he ended up with uh, 309 rushing yards, but he got 78 attempts. That's pretty good for uh, the style of offense that Woodland and, and runs. And we got to have a big year out of Parker and Brock this year. Uh, you always want a big year out of your skill players. Second down and six, shotgun, high snap for Brock, he's going to hand off to Parker, gets to midfield. He's carrying any and everybody with him. I think they're going to give him the 49-yard line, third down and about four for the Bobcats. Hey, we'll take that all night long. It's good to see a good push up front from that Bobcat O-line. Uh, Brock looking very comfortable back here in the quarterback position as well. Some other games going on tonight too, Taylor. In the county, we got uh, Randolph County High School playing down at the Hanley High Tigers. And Wadley, are they at home? They're on the road. They're, They're on, on the road. road against Horseshoe Bend, and we got some other games we'll keep you up to date on. Parker in motion. He's going to take the pitch on the right side. He'll get to midfield, crosses around the 49-48. Still going to be short of the first down, but it's always good to see Parker always get positive yards every time he touches the ball. And we haven't had a negative yard play tonight. We're getting good push up front. It's going to be interesting to see what Coach Armstrong's going to do. Is he going to punt here? Is he going to go ahead and roll the dice and see if the Cats can get a couple, about a yard and a half? 
And of course, as it is with a lot of uh, small town high school football, fourth down or four down territory has a lot of space to cover. They are at the 48-yard line. They need to get to just beyond the 46-yard line. They're going to go shotgun set. Woodham in the backfield again to Brock's left. High snap. Brock's going to keep it. He's got, got first there. down yard. It's 45. Shoves one. He's going to cross over the 40-yard line down to the 39. That's another home star mortgage. First down for the Bobcats. And he dug up some grass on this beautiful field tonight with his helmet there. He got a little off balance, a little top heavy, and drove his head into the ground, but not before another Bobcat first down. I wanted to bring up another point. You were talking about the offensive line and T.A.'s tell of the tape. You also said the play before, we haven't had a negative play yet. Hey, things are starting to look up on that front. <laughs> you better believe it. Shotgun set oh, again. It's going to be behind snap. Brock. He's going to have to fall on it beyond the 50-yard line down to the 49. So that's going to be a huge loss there of about 11. Remind me not snap. to say that anymore because as soon as we said that, we lose you. <laughs> <laughs> Just a high snap. Uh, uh, Eli Rollins, our center this year. I, I don't know if Eli played center last he year. Did. He, he did. He played every every game last year. And, center, uh, yeah. Just a high snap. You got the early season jitters. Hey, but it's a beautiful night here in Woodland, Alabama. It's nice to be back under the lights. Let's see if the Cats can get about half of this back right here. Second down and long. They're going to do a reverse play. That's going to be Dalton Bowling. He gets back to the 50-yard line, down to the 48. That was about where they were before they converted the fourth down a couple of plays ago. Still third down and long. They've got to get to the 30-yard line. So about 18 and a half, 19 to go for the Cats. And I tell you what, if Lane Darden of the Wolves hadn't got that arm out there and got enough of a hold, that would have been a pretty good play there. Just a shoes, Just an arm tackle. 5.13 to go first quarter. Timeout on the field. You're listening to Bobcat Football from iSchool Sports. We're scoreless in the first quarter. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group. 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Six Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus. Making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. 5-13 in the first quarter following the heat timeout. Woodland third down and about 18 to go from the 49-yard line. Got to get all the way to the 30. Shotgun set for Edwards. Takes a high snap. He's going to keep it. He's going to go left side. Gets to 45 before he's hit around the 43-yard line. Great run by Brock Edwards, but still that play on first down shot him in the foot, and they're more than likely going to have to uh, punt this one away. Yeah, Jackson Lovering going to come in the game. Brock's helmet came off on that play. That Another play, another positive play, even though it was, you know, trying to chase a change on that, but uh, – um, Another positive play that could have broke for big yards. Jackson Lovren back to punt this one away for the Bobcats. Back to return number 13, senior 
Luke White for the Wolves standing at his own five-yard line. High snap for Jackson, but he will punt this one high. Not going to get close to where he is. They're going to have to down it inside the 30. They're going to have it at the 33-yard line. First down and 10 Wolves, 433 to go in the first quarter. Every play of that drive was good, but it's just amazing what one little slip-up can do, and that proved it there in that first drive. Just uh, one little mistake, uh, just a little bit of a high snap that couldn't get handled by Brock, and uh, that led to a punt. So everything looking good here. Let's see if we can get a stop on defense. 4.33 to go in the first quarter. Woodland stopped Fayetteville on fourth down the last time they had the ball. We'd love to hear from you. Shoot us a text on our Facebook page. We're monitoring it, and we'll give you a shout-out here. Shotgun for DeLote. She'll hand off to Luke White. He'll go right side, slips through one tackle, crosses the 35. He'll get to the 39-yard line before a host of Bobcats, including Luca Brown, as well as Nathaniel Smitherman will be in on the play. I think Mick Bailey got a yeah, piece Mick of him as Bailey well. Yeah, Mick Bailey in on that as well. Eli Austin. Rollins getting some time on the defensive line as well. Austin Champion going in and Nathaniel Smitherman coming out here. Second down and a long five to go. Four minutes and counting to go in the first quarter. Opening night 2020 high school football. Low snap again for DeLoach. He's looking to throw. He's going right side. It's going to be in and out of the hands of the intended receiver, Cam Keaton. He uh, had a blanket of Bobcat receivers around him. He wasn't going to gain many yards if he were to catch that one, but it just slips in and out of his hands, and it goes out of bounds. It's going to move to third down and six. Yeah, it would have been close to a first down on that play, but uh, uh, Pacey DeLoach really turned that ball loose in a hurry. It got out there quick, and I don't know if the receiver was ready. I have noticed uh, they've only they've only had two uh, pass plays so far, but the pass rush has been so much that the Loke just had to force uh, getting that ball in. If they can make him that uncomfortable all game long, I like where this game's headed. Right. Low snap again for DeLoach. He's looking to throw. He's going to go middle of the field this time. Overshoots it. Oh, it's Dalton no. Bowen. He picks it out of the sky at the 35-yard yes, line. First down, Cats. Nice play, Dalton Bowen. Glad he's out there on that field for the Cats. And the Cats are going to take over about the – looks like about the 30-yard line. Nice play. Bobcats playing good defense here early in the first quarter. Let's see if we can put together a drive here. Yeah, that would be nice to see. Dalton Bolin, his first game back since he was a sophomore. He played in the defensive backfield that year. He's now a senior. Shotgun, sidecar left is Parker Woodham. And there is a whistle. There is a flag on the play. I don't I think know if we had we, some movement. Yeah, I think we had uh, White for Fayetteville jump, but I don't think he – he may have encroached there. We kind of got a bad angle here, but uh, it's going to be a, be a false start. On the start. Cats. Yeah. I knew if it wasn't that, it was going to be the other. Go so we, got a, we just got to start back uh, five feet <laughs> back from <laughs> where we were. That's That's no big deal. So that is the first penalty of the night on the Bobcats. 3.38 to go, ball to 34 now. Hands off to Woodham. He'll go left side, bumps into that defensive uh, line, and he'll go back around the line of scrimmage, maybe a gain of one. A good penetration that time by the Wolves, and uh, it kind of got Parker in a mess there. He didn't really have a hole to – he didn't really have time to even look for a hole. 
Second down, and they're going to say 15, but it's a good mile and a half from 15. Yeah, it's another pretty good chunk here. Woodham in motion. Brock's going to keep the left side. He gets tripped. He's going to the four, a 35-yard line, goes to around the 30. They're going to say the 38-yard line. Another good run there from Brock on the And that handoff. one may come back. Looks like we may have a hold on the Cats. I We'll, and they oh, are going to wave, wave it off. It off. Okay. Good run by Brock. He, he was kind of out there on his own, just sort of a naked boot. And one thing we did notice about Brock last year is when he did decide to take off and run, he was pretty quick about it. He's still proving that again tonight. And just like you said, the offensive line playing a great game up to this point, allowing Parker and Brock to do what they need to do. And a quarterback like Brock can cause the opposing coach nightmares because you just don't know what he's going to do. They're inside the sticks now, third and about seven for Woodland. They are marching from left to right. If you're looking how we're calling it, they're going to be another fake pitch. He's got He's room up the middle of the field. Go, Brock. 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. One guy to beat. He's going to be dragged down again by his horse collar. No flag, but that's going to be another Homestar Mortgage first down all the way in Wolves territory inside the 25. Nice run, Brock. It was sort of a – Faked the pitch to Parker coming uh, coming toward the home side there, and he just pulled it down and took off. Uh, they've run that play a couple of times now, yeah. and both times it's been successful to the left side over there. So another first down, nice, nice pickup, and good blocking downfield by the Cats. First down at the 23-yard line for Woodland. He barks once, tries to get the defense to jump off, almost works. He'll go right side. Parker Woodham cuts back up to the middle inside the 20. He goes down to the 19-yard line there inside that red zone. That's really big for uh, the Bobcats there is uh, only about 19 more yards to go. Let's see what they can come up with. Got one score here. That's the only score I've got so far, and it's not one we're really looking for, Valley. The Rams leading Beauregard seven to nothing. That game being played down at Valley. Clock winding down here in the first quarter. 1.22 to go. Second down and eight inside the 20. Dolan will be in motion. He'll get it on the sweep left side. He's going to cut up field inside the 15-yard line. He may have gotten the first down. He, gave, he ran out of bounds at the sticks, but I don't know where they're going to officially yeah. say he was out. Yeah, they're going to mark him probably about a half yard short. Still a really good carry there from Dalton Bowling. He's got an interception on defense so far. Now he's got a carry on offense. I see we're going to get a lot of use out of him this year. Yeah, six plays already on this drive. Bobcats, a lot of runs tonight. That's I right. like to see that and a lot of positive runs. Yeah, that's been, that was another one of the things you talked about in the pregame show. You want to see just how good that running game is, and it's – Proving to be pretty good so far. Barks once, barks twice, tries to get him to jump. He'll hand off up the middle. Parker Woodham, he's got Homestar Mortgage first down yardage inside the five-yard line. Huge carry for the junior. That's first down Woodland inside the five. And I'm going to tell you, in the last three years, that was the best push up front with that ball going right off center that I've seen in two, three years. That yeah. was a good yeah. push right there up front. Wadley Bulldogs have taken an early 8-6 lead over the Horseshoe Bend team. That game being played down at the bend. We'll be playing both of those teams this year. Wadley, a region opponents. We move down to Class 1A and Horseshoe Bend will play the night before All Hallows' Eve. 
It'll be an option keeper for Brock Edwards. He jumps yes. over the goal Touchdown. line. He's in. Touchdown, Brock Edwards. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. An option keeper up the middle, hops over the defensive line, and Edwards has scored the first touchdown of the season for the Bobcats. There we go. That's the way we want to get started here in the first quarter. Great uh, job there by the offensive line. Great job by the running game. And Woodland is on top, 6-0. So in that drive there, seven plays, ending with about a five-yard run, a five-yard dive over into the end zone by Edwards. The 56 vintage market extra point attempt by Parker Wooden is up, and it just sneaks through. Vintage and antique furniture, home furnishings, new home decor, and much more. Stop by 56 Vintage Market on County Road 56 inside the old New Hope School Building to find that perfect feast for your home update. 37 seconds to go in the first quarter. Woodland 7, Fayetteville nothing. This is Bobcats football from high school sports. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. For the Reliance Realty scoring recap presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty, here's T.A. Great drive for the Bobcats. A couple of good runs by Brock Edwards, uh, ending in a five-yard run by Edwards as he dove over from about five yards out to give the Cats a 7 nothing lead. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit Reliancerealty.com or call 863-2161. Going to be another low kick. Will be brought out to around the 40-yard line. I think he's going to be stopped around the 39. It will be first down and 10 Wolves with 31 seconds to go. And I was trying to see who made that tackle. Uh, let's see. If I ain't mistaken, it was uh, number 66. Who is that? And that's going to be Lane Meadows, Lane one of the six Meadows. seniors on this yep. program. So we'll see what this defense can do here. They've uh, had an interception and they've had a big stop on fourth down. Two really great results to uh, open the year. They're going to come out of the wildcat formation this time. They're going to have to pick it up off the ground. Oh and they're going to miss a tackle. He'll cross about maybe uh, one or two yards beyond the line of scrimmage. That was just a busted play from the get-go. But good job there. I believe that was number 33, Brady Ritchie, playing the wildcat quarterback there to sneak it up the right side and get a couple of yards. Yeah, and uh, almost a beautiful play by Nathaniel Smitherman on that. He had him in the backfield. But like you said, a busted play. And time is winding down. They are going to get the playoff. It's going to be a low snap. He's going to be hitting the backfield. Nice and that's play. a great way to end the first quarter. Let's see who that was. It's just hard to see those numbers. I, I want to say it was Matthew Butler. Yeah, Matthew but Butler not... wearing number 88 yeah. tonight, making the big stop. That's going to do it for the first quarter of play. Your score is 7-0 Cats. This is Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 
55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli, too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. Are you looking for a caregiver after a recent hospitalization? Short-term stays are available for all ages at Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community. Services offered independent living in spacious private one- and two-bedroom suites, private bath with call button for assistance, three dietitian approved nutritious meals served daily, 24-hour monitoring from our caring and trained staff. Visit TrailerHelp.com for more information. The Bobcats play here. This is Woodland Bobcat Football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. That first quarter ends with Woodland on top, 7 to nothing. It was a three-yard run by Brock Edwards and an extra point by Parker Woodland that got us to where we were today. But overall, a pretty good first quarter played by both sides of the ball, T.A. Yeah, it really has. And, uh... Maybe we can get a good stop right here. Low snap. They're going to go left side. I think we've got another interception. Oh, my Are they going to call it? No, they're going to say that the uh, ground calls the uh, the fumble. So, Brock Edwards, nearly another interception inside the 45-yard line, but he couldn't quite uh, hop out in time to bring it in before it hit the ground. So, that's going to bring up fourth down and 12 and for the a Bulls. a punting situation. So, and Brock and uh, – like Woodham. And Parker is going to be back to receive that. Let's see if we can get another drive put together here and get some more points on the board. Back to punt this one is going to be junior Levi Phillips. I feel like he was a senior when we called this game two years ago. Yeah. I feel like he's been playing for Fable for a long time. Another oh low snap. That goodness. one's going to be blocked high up in the air. They're going to have to call Peter blocked. inside the 50-yard line. I believe Kalen Houston's going to fall on it at the 48-yard line. Shout out to big sophomore Jake Conger for the block there, making that one go sky high. Kalen Houston will pick it up inside the 50-yard line at the 48. Woodland takes over 11.42 to go in the second. Good to see the Cats having some success here early in this game. Uh, not a bad Fayetteville football team here, uh, but uh, still early, and the Cats need to stay positive here and keep getting those positive yards. Going to be a handoff to Woodham right side. He's got room. He wins the edge. He's got the home star mortgage first down yardage. Gain of about 13 on the play for Woodham on the carry to the right side. Just a nice roll pitch to the right. Edwards from the shotgun just turned and pitched. They've run that two or three times tonight already. We're fogging up in here, Taylor. Yeah, I'm gonna have to crack a window <laughs> or two so we will be able to see tonight. Hey, there's one thing about it, we're cool. Hey, that is, I'll, I'll take that over any night. <laughs> oh, sorry to, for all you suckers outside not being able to experience this. Comfortable work conditions and all. we got to have it. <laughs> First down and 10 for Woodland. Snap taken will be another reverse. Dalton Bolden left side. He cruts up the field around the 32-yard line. Another good carry from the wide receiver slot from Dalton Bolden. Hey, that's what you want on first down, about a five, almost five-and-a-half-yard pickup there. Another nice run by Bolin. We're seeing some, a lot of different skill players that we didn't call their name a lot last year. Dalton Bolin was one of them. And uh, we're 
Driving down this field again. Second down, five to go. Ball to 31. Shotgun set. Woodham sidecar left. He is going to hand off to Woodham. He goes right side, but he will get eaten up in the backfield. He will be slammed down by number 54, Dakota Ogle, a junior. That was one of the big players that uh, attended uh, Talladega County Media Day uh, from yeah. Friday Night Network that uh, we got to talk about, and he actually got to talk to the media. And, and that was uh, the old the WWE players. suplex right there. That was uh, what was that what you call that, a suplex? What was the, uh, the Alabama defensive lineman? that did that at Missouri a few years oh, ago. Who goodness. was it? I can't uh, remember his name, but that's, that's what it reminded Marcel me of. Marcel Darius. Marcel Darius, <laughs> yeah. He uh, yeah, went in there and just uh, slammed that poor guy from Mizzou. Third down, nine to go after the loss. Shotgun set for Edwards. He'll keep it himself up the middle. He'll get hit in the backfield by Ogle. He doesn't originally make the tackle, but he does trip him up, and he'll allow Jacob Vice to eat. That'll be third or fourth down and about 11 to go. Yeah, or no, that, about 13. They actually yeah, that back play was a little bit long developing, and it just allowed the Wolves to get back there in a hurry. Fourth down and about 12 to go. Back to punt will be Brock Edwards. Oh, and I got to do this while I'm thinking about it because if I don't, I'm going to be in trouble. But a shout-out to Nathan Cantrell and Tucker Allen listening to us from the capstone at Bryce Lone Apartments at the University of Alabama tonight. Enjoy some dreamland ribs for me, guys. Mm. Edwards will take the snap. He'll kick this one. A pretty good punt. They'll call for the fair catch inside the 20-yard line. I think at the – yeah, right at the 15-yard line is where Fayetteville will take over. 9.28 to go. Again, we saw a lot of movement on the offensive line, just uh, two big plays by the Fable defensive line. Uh, yeah, just, didn't get us where we wanted to go. Yeah, we just sort of had a couple of plays there back-to-back -back that uh, were a little bit uh, – you know, some of these run plays, you got to get the ball to the back and get upfield quick, and we've been doing that, but a couple of them back-to-back -back just uh, led to some lost yards. Still, we got Fayetteville pinned up. Keep them back in there in, and maybe we can hold them to a punt here and get the ball back with some good field position. I don't know if it was a part of the scheme last drive or not, but Pacey Loach didn't play a single snap of quarterback last time. Yeah, I did notice that. And I'm looking to see if he's back out there, and he is. And there will be a timeout on the field as uh, called by Fayetteville. Fayetteville went back to the huddle three times to make sure everybody was on the same page. They weren't. So we're going to take a timeout while we're thinking about it. 9.28 to go, second quarter. The Cats on top, 7 to nothing. This is Bobcats football from high school sports. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Hey, it's Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. 
9.28 to go following the timeout from Fayetteville. They trail Woodland 7 to nothing. Going to be another handoff up the middle. Nothing doing for the or for the uh, Wolves there on that situation. That brings up second down. For a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's T.A. All right, the last score I had, uh, hadn't, still ain't got anything out of Roanoke. Uh, RCHS and Hanley battling it out down there. Um, Wadley's leading Horseshoe Bend, last I heard. That score was 8-6. to six, And... Uh, uh, Southside leading Lincoln, seven and Sylvania leading Sachs, and Valley over Beauregard early. Going to be handoff up the middle off the Maryland I formation. He shoves once, shoves twice, but he's finally going to be brought down. Looks like Luca Brown getting a big tackle on number 25, Evan Baker at the wide, uh, wide uh, yeah, running back position. Third down at about four. Another gain of about two. Good job by that Woodland defensive yeah. line. Holding on there. We got about, what is that, a third and four, maybe yeah. five. Get a good stop and get off of the field on third down. You heard me say that a lot last year, and that's what we need to do, and we've been doing it so far tonight. Another handoff to the tailback this time. He goes up the middle. I still think he's going to be a little short there. Great play by number 52, Austin Champion, making the play. It's still going to be maybe a yard or two short. Maybe if we've got the right angle, we've seen that correctly. I'm not positive. Now they are going to give him a first down, darn. Uh, the angle made it look like he got back to the yeah, line of scrimmage, he but he actually it. gained yeah. about three. We're, we're, that's a part of the field we have problems with every year. It's just hard to see from – we're all the way on the right side of this press box at Woodland, and they're down about the 20. It gives us a pretty bad angle. Our video people upstairs are doing a great job. The people watching tonight are going, what are you talking about, Taylor? going to be another handoff. Matthew Butler will hit him just behind the line of scrimmage. That's going to bring up second down. Great play from uh, Butler, also champion, getting in on there as well. Matthew or uh, Austin Champion, a guy that uh, I'm expecting to have a pretty big year too. He made he made a little bit of noise last year as a sophomore, one of the young guys sure trying to get is. some experience in. Now it's basically he's one of the, the big guys up there that's uh, contributing to this defense. And we'd like to remind everybody listening in that's not used to having the video portion available to them, and I'll give you some more. Let's watch this next play, and I'll tell you how to do it. Three in the backfield for the Wolves. Deloach under center. He's looking to pass. He's going to go left side. It's going to be caught. Luca Brown hits him at the line of scrimmage. What a play, Luca. Yeah, Keeping Luca his head Brown. on a swivel, and that's going to bring up third down. Again, they're really pressuring Deloach in the backfield, forcing him to make those throws, and he hasn't had a lot of success so far. And they're right there on the receivers, too. So if they do get the ball, if he does get the ball out there, getting and laying the wood to him uh, pretty quick. I thought he knocked that ball loose for a minute, but that's going to bring up another third and long situation. We got a little better angle this time, brother. <laughs> we got another score to tell you about involving the opponent. We'll play next week. Another handoff left side. Guy McManus, oh, he breaks the tackle that Guy set forth, but he will be pushed out of bounds. Fourth down at about six will be the count for the Wolves. In Roanoke at right field, Hanley Tigers 21, Randolph County nothing. Well, though. Okay. And that's uh, if, if you have not heard, which, you know, with COVID-19 and uh, Woodland was originally supposed to play Wilkinson County out of Georgia. That's been known since probably January. But with uh, the differing rules from the different organizations between the two states, uh, that game's not happening anymore. And it just so happened 
that uh, Randolph County was going to be open next week. So the Grocery Bowl is back on. It's going to be a reverse. It's got Brock Edwards left yeah, he's side. He's got the side. He's got 50, 45, finds some space, gets the block from Luca. He will take it down to the 31-yard line. Heck of a reverse play on the return, and it will be first down and 10, Bobcats, 5.46 to go, second quarter. A little, I, I don't know what I would call that trickery or not, but it was a good play. He pitching the ball to, to Brock a little, I'd call it a mini reverse maybe. Do you, uh, you know what I think that was? Uh, you remember the second, or really the first game of the year last year, but it really took effect in the second game of the year where uh, Briar Morris, he ran two punt returns back. Right. They're putting some film together. They're trying a few different things to mess with these teams <laughs> we got to play this year. Timeout on the field, 5.46 to go second quarter. Woodland on top, 7 to nothing over Fayetteville. This is Bobcats football from high school sports. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for 38 years. Trailers Tax Service is is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up-to-date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Young Strong and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, and immunizations, even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you are here, you can check out the gun and ammo shop, as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Strong and General Store, 24460 Highway 48 Woodland. Second quarter, 5.46 to go until halftime. Woodland on top, 7 to nothing. Uh, while the Cats are still uh, uh, under the timeouts. Uh, pretty important play there on the special teams before we went to break. Absolutely, it sure was. I like to see good positive plays like that and a little bit of trickery involved. Coach Armstrong pulling one out of his hat there to get the Bobcats down in scoring position. First. And we'd also like to, uh, sorry about that, uh, we'd also like to thank uh, Al Haynes, Matt Knight here with us on the video portion. If you'd like to watch, go to the High School Sports Network. You can purchase the game for $9.99 and watch this game. And all money that we make from that going directly back to Woodland High School. Right side, Parker Woodham, he sheds a guy. He goes back to the left side, and he will finally get pushed out of bounds. Pacey Deloach with a huge shove, but there is a flag Please in the back. don't call that a hole. Uh, guy McManus took his man to the Johnson over there. And that's exactly what it's going to be. Mm. I'm still going to give him dibs on that. That was a good block. He... I mean, he took him way out of the play and sprung Parker for a pretty good game, but all for naught. It kind of reminds me of a quote from a former University of Colorado head coach, Dan Hawkins. Of course, it's uh, not related to what just happened there, but it's Division One football. You got to play like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what Guy McManus did right there, and it just didn't work out to uh, his standard. The motion will be bowling. He'll get it from right to left. He's got room to turn up to the 35, cuts back right, gets to the 32-yard line. Another great run from Dalton Bowling, the senior. That'll bring up second down. Mm. 
I mean, we get it's still going to be about second and 12, ain't it? Uh, second and out 12, yes, that's right. Hanley put another seven on the board down at Roanoke. They lead RCHS 28-0 that game in the second quarter also. Sounds like there might be fun on frog level next Friday night. Absolutely. <laughs> Brock looking to pass for the first time tonight. He goes right side, throws, and it is caught Cut. by Bowen. He's to the 10, 5, oh, touchdown, yes, touchdown, Cats. Woo, Bowen, go, baby. Floated it to Dalton Bowen. He won the edge, took it to the end zone. That's a 32-yard touchdown pass from Brock Edwards to Dalton Bowen. 13-0 Woodland. I love it when a plan comes together. Oh, my goodness. That was the prettiest pass I've seen in a long time. I think the only pretty one I saw last year, not the only pretty one I saw, but the one that it really reminds me of was uh, the play over here on the opposite end zone when he threw it to Jackson Lovern <laughs> against uh, Gaston. He was running for his life and kind of threw it up there, and he used that height to his advantage. And it scared me because it took the ball a little while to get there. And another kick up and good. Cats lead 14-0 now. The 56 Vintage Market extra point is up and good. Vintage and antique furniture, home furnishings, new home decor, and much more. Stop by 56 Vintage Market on County Road 56 inside the old New Hope School Building to find that perfect piece for your home update. 4.49 to go, second quarter, 14-0 Cats over Fayetteville. This is Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIBC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. For the Reliance Realty scoring recap presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty, here's TA. Eight plays on that drive, ending with Brock Edwards throwing a 32-yard touchdown pass to senior Dalton Bolin and an extra point kick. He'll take it at the 35 to the 40. He'll finally be brought down around the 44-yard line. Another low kick, but a great way to sniff it out by number seven, Casey Smith. He'll get uh, uh, listed for the tackle there. First down and 10 for the Fayetteville Wolves, 442 to go in the second quarter. And I'll tell you what I'm enjoying a lot that I've seen so far out of the Cats this year that we didn't see a lot of just every once in a while last year. We're seeing a lot of the other players that we didn't call their names a lot last year being very aggressive down there and coming up making good hits. Good summer workouts lead to this sort of stuff. And maybe, even though Coach Armstrong didn't get to spend another spring with the Cats, he did get to spend summer. 
First down, 4.42 to go. The Wolves are now back in the shotgun set. He's got one back to his left. Another low snap, fakes the handoff. He'll go left side. He's being chased, throws passes, incomplete. Oh, and a good hit there. And again, he heard footsteps. There's that name again, Dalton Bolin, creeping in on the receiver. Uh, he heard footsteps. He decided to uh, have, a, I think it's a T-Rex arms that they call it, kind of shorten the arm instead of trying to bring it in. And I uh, that's you, exactly Dal what he did. And I tell you, Dalton ain't afraid to come up and lay the wood to you. I've, I've watched that several plays tonight. Dalton is right there. The guy was open, but Dalton was bearing down hard and like a freight train ran right through him. Second down to 10. Again, there's going to be three wide, two to the near side, and the lone back is going to be number 33, Brady Ritchie. Snap taking about knee high, play action pass. It's going to be an RPO. He's going to go right side. Doesn't have oh. room. He'll slip through one tackle, cuts back up the middle of the field, shades another one, fumble on the play. Who's going to come up with it? I believe Fayetteville, unless something happens underneath the huddle, and it looks like it will be Fayetteville ball. He kind of looked like uh, Johnny Manziel 2012 Alabama game, but uh, unlike that play where he fumbled the ball and ran out, a touchdown pass was not thrown. But he was kind of running for his life, trying to create space for himself. Didn't quite work. It's going to bring up third down at about eight. And it looked like Wolves. his own man is the one that accidentally knocked the ball out of his hand on that. Matthew Butler made a outstanding dive for it, but it was a little late. It will be third down and eight to go. Ball at the 45-yard line inside Fayetteville territory. 3.47 to go until halftime. Will be a low snap. Again, taken below the knees. He's going to throw right side. It's going to be caught by his brother, Zeke. And he will go out of bounds first down at the 41-yard line. I mean, that's the first completed pass, I believe, by Pacey DeLoach, and it was to his own brother. Yeah, and that was a, just a good setup play there. And it was a quick out. And... The DeLoach brothers make the connection. i tell you another guy I've been impressed with so far is our big nose tackle, uh, 63. Help me out, Kalen Houston. And, our guy, uh, Kalen Houston, he yes. He is really hard to deal with in that nose guard position because he was he was he pushed his way through three players trying to get back there to DeLoach. Snap taken, he's looking left side. He's running around again. Gonna go right, gonna float it up, and it is incomplete, caught by the Wolves, but it will be pushed out of bounds around the 26-yard line. That's gonna go incomplete. Uh, talking about Kalen Houston, that was one of the guys back for the uh, Bobcat football preview that we did earlier in the month. He talked about Kalen Houston. That's a good-sized young man out there. Uh, we've got him for at least another year, and uh, Coach Armstrong says, you know, if he keeps lifting weights, he keeps – uh, taking football as serious as he's taking it this year. He can almost punch a ticket to any school he wants to. There's a and, lot of people wanting I, that size guy on defense. And I tell you, when I see him, I think it's peanut butter jelly time. It is. For some reason. I don't know. That song just comes to my mind. Second down, another snap. There he's going to he have to again. take off the ground, a throw to the right side, and it is incomplete. And that's going to be another great defensive play by junior Logan Barrett over on the left side of the play. And when you get a push from the nose tackle like that, as he was eight, nine yards, it, it just causes the quarterback to lose focus. And he's done that three plays in a row. He is just – and looking at Barrett on that last play, too, he stayed behind the receiver, but he knew that that rainbow that he had going towards the receiver was going to be short. He cut back in front of the yeah, receiver. That's, that's right. great defense right there by Logan Barrett. Love to see it. Third down. Going to be another low snap taken. 
He's going to go right side, throws it is incomplete, oh, swatted Matthew by Butler. Matthew Butler. Oh, my goodness, Matthew Butler. Talking about him moving to that rover position. He almost played that like a corner, swatting it out of the way. That's going to be another long fourth down for the Wolves. And another good push in the middle by, by Houston again. They had three guys trying to stop him, and he was still just bulldogging his way through. I like that. Oh, we've seen a lot of great play from that Bobcat defense tonight. That's a grown man right there, buddy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, it is. <laughs> you got to love it. Fourth down, front of the nose on the football, front of the nose of the football on the 41-yard line. They will try to go for it, give themselves a shot. Four wide receivers, two to either side, and I believe there's going to be a timeout taken on the field, or is there going to be a flag? There's a flag on the play, and it will be delay of game on the Wolves. Okay. And that may have been an intentional. I don't think it was, but it could have been, and to get them a little bit more room to get a punt off here maybe. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see whether they go forward or elect to kick right here. It will be at the 46-yard line now, fourth and 15. They're still lining up in a shotgun set, but it wouldn't surprise me if the loach pops back and does a pooch kick. He will not do that. He will again take it off the He's going to take rim. off. He's going to go middle decides to pass. It will be incomplete. Yeah. Overshoots his intended target. And the Bobcats have perfect field position at the 46-yard line, 3.02 to go in the half. Let's run this NASCAR offense and see what we can do before the half uh, ends. And that was a nice play. Getting back there by Austin Champion as well to rush that throw a little bit. Hard for them quarterbacks to make good throws when they got somebody right there in their face. I like what I see. Yes, I do too. Bobcats into the last drive, a 32-yard touchdown pass from Brock Edwards to Dalton Bolin. Parker Woodham, a perfect two-for-two two on extra points tonight. They lead 14-0. Shotgun set, Woodham sidecar left. He'll send Woodham in motion. He'll get the pitch as he goes to the right side. He wins the edge on the line of scrimmage. Gets about three, though, before he uh, no, goes out of bounds. That's going to be a late hit yep. out of bounds. Again, that's number two, Pace Deloach. He's been picking on Parker Woodham the same way that Parker Woodham's been picking on him when Pacey is on offense. He's been doing that a couple of times, we've noticed. It's kind of a, you know, we can't hear the chatter on the field, but I kind of wonder if it's like a little uh, friendly rivalry on the field between yeah. those two. There's been a little um, – Pushing and shoving going on down there between those two. Uh, one score I have with eight minutes left in the second quarter, Ramburn up on White Plains, seven to six in that game. Appreciate the boys at the Ramburn Pride Network sending us that score. We'll, uh, <laughs> we will see them November, or not November, September the 25th right here at Warren Sewell Field. Not in their region anymore, but they will still play the Bobcats. A 15-yard penalty for uh, the Fayetteville Wolves, and Woodland's got it again, first down and 10 inside their own, or inside Fayetteville's 40-yard line, 2.53 to go in the th uh, first half. It's kind of uh, interesting to me talking about Ranburn all of our non-region opponents are from 2A Region 4. So we've got a chance to not only win 1A Region 5, but 2A Region 4 as well. It's going to be a handoff. Bowling will get it on the reverse. He sheds one, gets to the 40, 35, 30, and he's finally pushed out of bounds. Another solid run by Bowling. I think he's probably going to be about a yard or two short. But, again, Bowling really making a name for himself in his return to the football team. And Dalton got some pretty good wheels, too. I, I've been impressed with the speed of this young man. 
and I've really been impressed tonight. Brock has played, uh, managed a very good football game so far. Yeah, and, we. Uh, I got a chance to talk to him a little bit before this season started and told him, you know, how a lot of high school quarterbacks are lucky to get two years as a starter. He's going into his third year right. as starting quarterback for the Bobcats. He's definitely doing something right. There's going to be a timeout on the field taken by Fayetteville. We'll take one with them. 2.45 to go until halftime, 14-0 in favor of the Bobcats. You're listening to Woodland Bobcat Football from High School Sports. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard. Here's CA. As I said earlier, the Ramblin' Bulldogs uh, leading White Plains by a score of 8-6, to six, and we got one new score here. The Lynette Panthers are leading Georgiana by a score of 26 nothing in the first quarter. A team that is not in 1A anymore. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, back, back to 2A. When you know. When we <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll gladly take that swap. We go to 1A, Lynette goes to 2A. <laughs> Good coaching down there for the Panthers, and they've been blessed with some pretty good talent. I think Darius Zachary is their quarterback this year. Brock Edwards is going to keep the ball. He's going to go left side, gets to the 20. Inside the 20, he'll go down to the 16-yard line. That's another home star mortgage first down for the Bobcats. Let the professionals at Homestar Mortgage Lori Brown team help you restore your credit. Mobile home financing available along with primary, secondary, and even investment properties. Find the easiest way to home with the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage. Again, uh, Brock being able to really do what he wants to as the quarterback position tonight. Central High School of Clay County have taken a 14-0 lead over Chilton County and Aniston leading Welburn. A big game up there oh, in Aniston, 23-6 the score there. First down, Woodham will get it. He'll go to the right side, finds room up the middle. He'll take that cut. He'll carry a couple of Wolves with him inside the 10-yard line. They'll finally uh, get him right at the 10-yard line, maybe at the 11. He pushed inside before the Wolves pushed back. It's going to be another great gain from the junior halfback. And another good push up front to get some positive yards here. It's going to bring up second and about four. <coughs> be 153 to go until halftime and if you are watching uh, on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com the halftime show from Woodland High School's marching band will be on there we'll also have an interview with head volleyball coach Kayla Shelton previewing the volleyball team who will get underway on Monday against Randolph County snap taken he'll take the handoff to 
uh, Parker on an RPO. He'll get inside the five-yard line, down to around the three. Another good read there from Brock Edwards. That's going to be another home star mortgage first down for the Bobcats inside the five. Another great run by Brock. Good read and get it out there and get positive yards and get us down there. How much time we got? 124 to go. We can get this in the end zone here. Another good, uh, as we mentioned, that NASCAR offense, that hurry-up style that they've been using since the uh, three-minute mark in the quarter. It will come out shotgun again. It will be Parker Woodham in the backfield, sidecar left to Brock Edwards. He'll send Bowling in motion. He'll fake the handoff. It will be Parker this time cutting up the middle. He will get hit uh, in the backfield flag on the play. Uh, a lot happened right there. He faked the handoff to Bowling, and it ended up being Parker Woodham getting the play. And, and that was uh, in the area of um, possibly a face mask there. I don't know. I didn't see a hold. Uh, there was a host of wolves coming there to make that tackle, but I don't know what this call is going to be. Let's hope it's on uh, the wolves. It will be a hold on the Bobcats. Oh, my goodness. Checking in the backfield now will be number 31, Luca Brown. Luca Brown, a uh, guy that got a couple carries last year, but every time you talk to Coach Armstrong, no matter – what Armstrong it is, no matter what player you talk about, uh, talk to, Luca Brown's name always comes up. And uh, he's had a lot of great plays on defense tonight, playing on that rover opposite of Matthew Butler. We'll see what he can do on the offensive side of the ball here with one minute to go in the quarter. One more important score before this play starts. Down at Daviston, Horshey Bend leading widely 20 to eight in the first quarter. And there is a flag on the play. It will be a false start on Woodland, so they'll move him back five more yards. This is not a place you you, you want to end this half. Hopefully with a score here with time running down, but uh, two times in a row we've shot ourselves in the foot, and the ball's going to be back out where, about the 15, 20? Uh, they're going to put it down at the 19 and a half. So maybe it's still first down. we got – Maybe we can get some positive plays here. The goal line is where you need to go. It'll be a handoff. Luca Brown, he cuts up the middle. He gets hit by that defensive line, but not before a gain of about two for the junior Luca Brown. And I think there is a timeout on the field. We'll take one with him. 38 seconds to go until halftime. 14-0 in favor of the Bobcats. This is Bobcats football from high school sports. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. Does your kitchen or bathroom need a facelift? Let Brown's Cabinets help. High-quality cabinets and vanities built locally in Woodland, Alabama that are custom-made to fit your needs. Any style, any size. They even deliver and install. With over 20 years of experience in the industry, Brown's Cabinets stand by their work and guarantee satisfaction for their customers. Call Caleb today for a free estimate, 256-610-5852. Check out Brown's Cabinets' latest projects on Facebook. Search Brown's Cabinets. Welcome back to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Your score, 14-0 Woodland. <coughs> Excuse me, over 
Uh-oh, the Fayetteville Wolves. Is that a COVID alert right there? Or the co- <laughs> <laughs> that was a I drank Coke Zero way too fast. <laughs> yeah, I, I did the same a while ago with my water. All right, second down in a mile. Edwards will take the snap, takes the handoff to Luca. He's going to go right side. Guy McManus is the intended target. He just let it fly a little too far. It's going to bring up third down. It would have been right at his chest, but it was about five yards out. And number 11 standing right in the middle of the end zone with nobody around him. He's thrown a long (laughs) touchdown pass to him before. That's number 11, Dalton Bolin. Um, I guess he wanted to give Guy McManus a shot over on the right side. Bring up third down and goal, I guess, and uh, let's see. Let's put something together right here. Brock going to take off. He'll go left side and breaks the tackle. Oh, but the Wolves will be right there as soon as he gets away from the trap. He will get it inside the 15-yard line down to the 14, and that will be third down and clock will run. Somebody's going to call a timeout. I believe it will be Woodland. Fourth down. Fourth down. Do you think Parker's got the leg? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I... That would be what? A... Let's see. It's at the 14... It'd be about a 20... What, 27? Maybe? 27 yard? 31. Because it'll be it'll be 7 to the 21 yeah. and then... Yeah, yeah it'll right. be 31. We're going to take a timeout as well. 20 seconds to go until halftime. 14 nothing in favor of the Woodland Bobcats on high school sports. Vintage and antique furniture, decor for your farm or lake house. It's all at 56 Vintage Market in New Hope. 56 Vintage Market has that perfect piece to complete your home update. That's not all. Visit 56 Vintage Market on Facebook for a complete look at all vendors and items. It's all at 56 Vintage Market, 3500 County Road 56, inside the old New Hope School Building. Visit 56 Vintage Market online at 56vintagemarket.com. Edward Jones provides for the needs of individual investors, and financial advisor Sean Bradley will now be serving the Randolph County and surrounding area investors from a new convenient location at 21 South Main Street in Wadawi. Edward Jones can help you prepare for retirement, plan for education expenses, or work toward your financial goals. Stop by the office or call Sean Bradley at 256-363-2252. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Fourth down for the Bobcats, fakes the handoff to Luca. He's in trouble in the backfield. He gets out once, gets out twice. He's finally hit at the 29-yard line. That will be a turnover on downs. 18 seconds to go. Fayetteville takes over at their own 28. Well, the Wolves just laid their ears back and just got after Brock. He didn't really have time to look for anyone on that play. Too busy scrambling around. While we're getting a little break here as – the Wolves take over. Ohatchee leading the Cleburne County Tigers tonight. That score 20 to nothing. And Tucker Allen and Nate just sent me a picture from the University of Alabama. Take a look at this, Taylor. Nice. Wish I could show our they're, viewers. They're, they're watching it? They're watching the game from Tuscaloosa. Hey, that's nice. Roll see Tide, if, boys. See uh, if you guys can get Saban to – play it for you on the Bryant Denny video board. That'd be pretty cool. Low snap, Pacey Deloach. He's going to go middle of the field. Floats oh, wanted it. It's open. caught at the 50. No, he dropped, he dropped it. Wow. 
Had it right in the bread basket, carried it about five yards. I guess he juggled it. He had his back turned towards us. That's a huge incompletion and a big sigh of relief for the Cats defense. Safety Brock Edwards had come over, but he was not there. That guy was wide open and just couldn't come up with it. I think Brock would have probably got him, but it would have still been a very long game for the Wolves. Piedmont leading Geraldine 14 to nothing. I may have already called that one out. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm just trying to – I'm getting scores here, Tyler, but they're just spotty. Yeah, some playing jamborees tonight, some playing the real thing. We're playing the real thing tonight here at Warren Sewell. Deloach takes a snap. He's wanting to go right side. He's got plenty of time to throw. Butler's got him in his sights, and he'll just throw this one away. Oh. Almost intercepted by Casey Smith, but he dove out of bounds. Would have been incomplete anyway. But uh, seven, how did that? So the play started with nine seconds to go on the clock, and now there's only seven. Right. I felt like he ran about 15 seconds off that clock. How is the Bobcats game clock? dropping about seven players on that play, maybe even eight, didn't have any rush whatsoever. They're just trying to keep – Keep the Wolves from coming up with something big. Don't let anything get behind you in a situation like this. I, and, and I don't know if you can hear this on our crowd mic tonight, but we just talked about how only two seconds of that 15 ran off the clock. Parker Woodham was, parking at the, uh, was pointing at the clock. Now we've got a fan down here saying about 20 seconds ran off that clock. So I'm glad I'm not the only one that saw that. It will be second down again. He's got plenty of time maybe. Nathaniel Smith has been running after him. He's going to run to hold. the left side, and he will be tackled by Luca Brown, and that should do what I think. Okay, there's zeros on the clock. So that's going to do it for the first half of play in Woodland. Your score, Woodland 14 and Fayetteville nothing. We're going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, the Woodland High School marching band plus a halftime interview with Coach Kayla Shelton from Woodland High School. This is Bobcats football from High School Sports. Some things change, but not First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. First Bank's Go Mobile app, allowing customers access to their accounts on the go. Home loans, longer terms, no minimum loan amount. All types of loans you need serviced from the local branches. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First Bank, branches in Wadley, Roanoke, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater. You'll like banking with us at First Bank, member FDIC. Tire buying process can be challenging. Let Gray Hill Auto and Tire Repair on County Road 87 help. Any style, any size, any brand. Gray Hill Auto and Tire Repair can order and install the right tire for your needs. Gray Hill Auto and Tire also handles oil changes, tire rotations, filter changes, and more. For your tire and maintenance needs, make the short drive to Gray Hill. Gray Hill Auto and Tire Repair, 15539 County Road 87 in Gray Hill. Call today, 256-449-2100. Hello, Woodland football fans. As you root for your favorite team this year, we encourage you to take steps to keep yourselves and your families safe and healthy to help reduce the spread of COVID-19. This year marked Southwire's 70th anniversary, and we are proud of our long and rich history of success, which is driven by our employees, who we call the people behind the power. To join our Southwire family, check out our open opportunities at careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. This iSchool Sports production is powered by the Knowles Group. For all of your investment and financial needs, call 205-414-7459.
Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Tonight's halftime show is presented by Lacey Garner at JC Haircut in Woodland. Call or text for an appointment today, 
That was a Woodland High School marching band and their halftime show here from Warren Sewell Field. All right, yeah, we're good. Thank you for watching. And, of course, uh, pretty short halftime show, but I guess uh, with the – Yeah, it sort of yeah. caught me off guard. <laughs> kind of caught me off guard too. But, uh, but yes, uh, we got a few more minutes left in halftime. So what we're going to do now is we're going to um, play a halftime interview with uh, Coach Kayla Shelton from Woodland Volleyball. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Lady Cat Volleyball Preview from iSchool Sports. I'm Taylor Jones, and I am joined by the head coach of Woodland High School Volleyball. That is Coach Kayla Shelton. Coach, it's always a great time to chat with you, and I know the last time we talked, uh, it was right when football – or uh, last time we talked, it was right when softball season ended, and uh, – it didn't really end on a good note due to the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. We're still in a pandemic, but things are starting to look up as volleyball looks to uh, get started on time. So it's uh, good to talk sports again, and I know it's uh, good for you to get out there and coach again. How are you today? I'm doing great, and it's good to be with you. Thanks for uh, talking with me today. Hey, no problem. Uh, and of course, we'll uh, you know kind of talk about COVID nineteen just for a little bit, though. I know a lot of people are tired of hearing about it, but uh, preparing for a season as a coach during a pandemic, the COVID nineteen pandemic. So, what was it like all summer, having to prepare, having to get your girls ready, make sure they come to workouts, and all of that stuff with just so much uncertainty in the air regarding if you're going to play, if you're not going to play, how you're going to play. So, just with all that uncertainty, what was it like as a coach? Well, it was definitely a challenge. Um, we we tried to stick strictly to the to the protocols, the guidelines that the uh, state department had put out for us, and just tried to be as safe as possible. But uh, we were so eager to get back and and get to work, so we really had a good show of, of girls come out, and you know, without it being a mandatory workout uh, for the summer, it, they really showed showed up and uh, was very supportive of our summer workout program and uh, I, I really think that by us doing those workouts and continuing that that's going to help us move forward for our season help us to be stronger and quicker and um, so I guess we'll see on Monday when we get get back at it but yeah, that was another thing I was going to ask, too, just how different workouts were. I know it's, you know, not as uh, – wasn't just as simple. It's just, okay, you go lift weights, okay, you run, okay, you do drills, and then we're done. It had to kind of change a little bit to fit the protocol. So what were workouts like over the summer? What were some things you had to do differently? What were some things that stayed the same? Oh, yeah, we um, we definitely had smaller groups uh, per coach. Um, also, we had to wear masks in the weight room especially while we're spotting, so you're not socially distanced in there. So, um, But outside, we were able to social distance and um, spread out and have plenty of room to run outside. So those things were different, but um, we were able to keep going and we didn't have to shut down our workout. So it was um, also we, after each workout and everybody touched the weight, you know, we had to wipe everything down and make sure it got cleaned properly. So I really feel like by us following those things, it helped keep us open through the summer. 
Yeah, that's wonderful to hear that workouts didn't uh, have to be shut down. I know some uh, programs uh, weren't so lucky over the summer, so that was a good thing that uh, the Woodland High School athletic programs didn't have to shut down due to that. Uh, we'll move on now to the uh, to the season itself. And, you know, just like the year before, you only lost one senior. Last year, you only lose one senior. So you've got a lot of key players returning. Who are some of the key returners that we need to be on the lookout for this year? Right. Uh, we definitely have a lot of them. And um, our three seniors this year are Kinsley uh, Simpson, <clears throat> Jada Wright, and Amber Murphy. So they'll definitely be um, – ones to watch and and you know they're gonna um have that leadership brought to the table because they they've been been through this so long and and they they understand what it takes but i feel like their leadership will be key um i've also got uh, several ninth and tenth grade coming back so um i feel like we'll be pretty strong throughout um you know throughout those grade levels and we talk about that one senior that's not coming back this year. That's Amy Smith. Uh, meant a lot to the volleyball program. Just meant a lot to Woodland Athletics in general. Not only was she a great player, but she was a great teammate as well. That was one thing I noticed and really enjoyed about watching Amy. Um, since you're only replacing her, um, who do you think is the player on your team that's most likely to step up and kind of be in that role that Amy played last year? Um. Well hard to say i feel like there's more than one um because like i say those seniors are, are a good group uh, of leaders but my ninth and tenth grade are actually to be tenth and eleventh this year they're they're really going uh, i feel like they'll shine this year because they're um very athletic group and they bring a lot to the table um got a lot of hitters this year so i expect big things out of them and um uh, we're pretty solid uh, with our setters as well and our, our defensive players. So we've got a good foundation, and I feel like we'll we'll be able to succeed and, and have some good uh, good matches this year. This is the Lady Cat Volleyball Preview from iSchool Sports. We're talking about the 2020 edition of the Woodland Lady Cats volleyball team getting ready to uh, get back on the floor on August the 24th. Um, you talked about those 10th and 11th graders, and that was another point I wanted to bring up, too. Um, you know, uh, two years ago, only lost one senior. Last year, only lost one senior. Only got three seniors on the team this year. So you've got a lot of those underclassmen. Uh, speaking about, you know, 9th and 10th grade specifically, who are some of the younger players that maybe haven't gotten a lot of varsity experience that we really need to be watching for this year? Uh, I feel like um, um, Mackenzie McCormick, uh, Leah Williamson, Juliana Lovern, um, Kaylee Crenshaw, Macy Slick, Kellen Parker. Um, all those, they're they're just they're going to be impact players. We've also got Jaden Herring back with us this year. Um, her and Juliana both um, set out last year, but they're back with us this time. So I'm looking forward to to seeing what all they can do together. Looking at the schedule now, uh, Woodland moving down to Class 1A in the area for volleyball this year. That includes the Alabama School for the Deaf, uh, Talladega County, Central, Winterboro, and Wadley. Um, I know you guys know Wadley pretty well, a team that 
uh, every Woodland team plays a pretty good bit. So just looking back at uh, those other three, or yeah, other three teams, the Alabama School for the Deaf, Talladega County Central, Winterboro, and just overall your area, what do uh, what do those teams bring to the table? Well, um, of course, you know, while they've been uh, in county rival, I feel like they'll probably be our biggest competition and, and looking forward to um, seeing what we can do there. But uh, I, I feel like Winterboro will also be competitive, and, and uh, I don't really know that much about ASD but and TCC, but um, I plan to try to call around and get some information on them and, and see how they uh, uh, played against other teams um, in that Talladega area. So um, I feel like, you know, we'll, we've got a real big shot at being very successful in our area this year. Looking at the uh, other opponents on the schedule, of course, you open with Randolph County on August the 24th. You also play Clay Central. You play Hanley. You play uh, arch rival Ranburn. Uh, so when you go into making a schedule, once you figure out what the area is, what are some you know what are some things that you look for? Do you try to play teams that are relatively close? Do you try to find teams that will give you guys a pretty good match? Just what goes into making that schedule outside of the area? Well, you know, you want to kind of – uh, try to get some games that are that are close by for sure because of uh, parents coming and watching them so that you can make sure you've got the fans as full as they can be. But uh, you're also looking for that uh, competition so that you can try to, you know, uh, compete at a different level, so to speak, and, and try to play some teams that you think you might see at regionals and uh, so that you can just kind of judge judge where you are, so to speak. This is the Lady Cat Volleyball Preview from iSchool Sports. Taylor Jones with Coach Kayla Shelton, the head coach of Woodland High School Volleyball. And now comes the games. You've worked out hard all summer. You're practicing really hard, and now it's time to – put all that hard work out on the floor. First game coming up August the 24th. Uh, that's next Monday against Randolph County. And that game will be on the road. There will be a couple of matches that will be on the road before you come home. But uh, COVID-19 still a thing. Um, we know, you know, at football they've uh, limited the capacity to only 50%. And there's a couple things that – uh, you have to do if you want to come watch the Bobcats play. So we'll kind of shift that over to volleyball. What are some of the protocols that are put in place for coming to watch the Lady Cats play volleyball? And what are some things that the team has to do differently? Or how is the game going to, to look differently due to COVID-19? Well, uh, fans will be required to wear a mask upon entry. And then um, – We'll definitely have both sides of the bleachers let out so we can accommodate more seating capacity. Um, however, you'll still have to wear the mask once you come in. And ours will be 50% as well. So um, that's, you know, going to look a lot different in the stands. But from the, uh, from the team side of it, we'll not be required to wear masks while we play. But um, our pregame meeting will be will look a lot different. We'll meet at uh, center court, and there won't be a coin toss. Um, so no handshakes, anything like that. So definitely 
procedures will be different this year. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how all that plays out. But, uh, you know, probably a couple games in, it'll just be like second nature, I'm sure. Uh, we're talking with Coach Kayla Shelton on the Lady Cat Volleyball Preview from iSchool Sports. And I talked to one of your seniors a little earlier in the week, uh, Kinsley Simpson, and just kind of asking her, you know, uh, you know what she was looking forward to with uh, volleyball. And she said she's excited. There's still a lot of uncertainty, but she, you know, she's not going to let that bother her. She's going to go out there and uh, play every match as if it were her last. And we hope that we don't have to, you know, worry about that until later in the year. But uh, I know, you know, your seniors have, uh, you know, they're, they're going to have a pretty interesting last year of high school and last year of playing athletic competition. So, uh, you as a coach, what's your message to your seniors ahead of this uh, uncertain and very interesting year? Well, first off, um, we're going to try to have – we're going to have our senior night September 14th. That's our first varsity home game. So we wanted to make sure these girls got to have a senior night. So we, you know, look forward to that every year and – that was kind of taken from our seniors last year and during the spring softball season. But, um, you know, my message to them is, is keep, keep pushing forward and don't, don't fear, you know, what we can't control because all this stuff is basically out of our hands and, uh, we just need to live one day at a time and, and with no regrets. So they just need to, uh, practice every day like it's their last game play every day like it's their last game and uh, we'll hope for the best and keep our fingers crossed that we get to continue to play our season the lady cats open the season on august the 24th that's next monday in Wedowie against randolph county first match goes at 4.30, the first varsity home match, as Coach Shelton said, September the 14th. It will be a tri-match with Randolph County and Hanley, and that will be senior night. So be sure to go on out, go on out and support the Lady Cats volleyball. Hey, sports are back. Uh, we hope that they you know, stay here. We're positive that they're going to stay here. So you know, if you can, go out there and support these athletes. They've had a very interesting time. Uh, being high school students on top of uh, playing sports as well. So get on out there, support them, let them know that you're behind them. Uh, Coach Shelton, as always, a, a wonderful time chatting with you. Looking forward to watching the Lady Cats this year and hopefully another repeat of uh, last year where you guys ended up in the Super Regionals. Yes, we, we hope so, and that's, that's our goal. Um, and hopefully maybe we can even push it a little farther this time and um, do some things that, uh, we haven't got to do. Absolutely. Coach Shelton, as always, thanks for taking time out and talking with us. Yes, sir. Thank you. Tonight's Bobcat Halftime Show is presented by Lacey Garner at JC Hair Co. in Woodland. Lacey helps you find the right look by offering cuts for men, women, and children, as well as coloring services. See Lacey today at JC Hair Co., a full-service salon. 24223 Highway 48 in Woodland. For appointments, call or text Lacey at 256-452-6239. And welcome back to Bobcat Football from iSchool Sports. Before the teams go back onto the field to uh, kick off the second half, we'll turn things over to TA with a look at the iSchool Sports scoreboard. 
right, here, here we go. The Ramron Bull, uh, Bulldogs have taken a 21 to 18 lead over White Plains. Hanley leading RCHS by a score of 35 to nothing. The last score I got from Horseshoe Bend was the the Generals lead the Bulldogs by a score of 20 to 8. And here, our Bobcats are about to receive the third quarter kickoff up 14 to nothing. Let's get this party started again. Yes, sir. Fayetteville will kick this one away. That's a beautiful kick by the Wolves. It will be taken deep. Casey Smith will fumble it inside the 15. He will fall on it, though. He will fall on it around the 19-yard line, and that will be first down and 10. Bobcats, 11.50 to go in the third quarter. For those uh, that stayed on with us and watched our halftime show tonight on iSchool Sports Network, thanks again. Uh, the Woodland Bobcat Band doing a wonderful job. And there's still plenty of time for you if you want to watch the game tonight. Go to uh, iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Click on the Woodland logo. It'll say watch video here. You'll have to pay a small fee of $9.99, but it's going to a good cause. It's all going back to the school um, to uh, make up for the gate cost due to the 50% capacity uh, that Woodland has put forth. Hand off up the middle this time. Another great Woodland carry from Parker Woodham. It will be down to the th uh, about the 23-yard line. Another good carry from Parker Woodham, and that will bring up second down for the Cats. And still more good push by that Bobcat O-line. I noticed they got my man, number 63, Callan Houston out there, and he can get some – he can make a hole, I promise you. Shotgun set for Edwards, takes a snap. Parker getting it again left side. Finds some room up the middle, lowers the shoulder. We'll get a few more yards down to the 31-yard line. That's going to be awfully close to a first down. I believe they are going to give him the first down, according to one official. That will be the Homestar Mortgage first down. Let the professionals at Homestar Mortgage, Lori Brown team, help you restore your credit. Mobile home financing available along with primary, secondary, and even investment properties. Find the easiest way home with the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage. I've got I've gotten two complaints about you during halftime. I'll have to tell you about them oh later. Oh my goodness! Here we go. Shotgun set. It'll be another handoff reverse to Dalton Bowen. He bounces out left side, tries to win the edge. He will not get there. He'll run about 47 yards, only loses about one, though. That's going to bring up second down. I've had two people text me saying that you have dropped a curse word on this broadcast. Did I? I'm not going to say exactly what the word is, but it was the RT word. The RT word. Two people. Roll, no. roll, roll, roll. Oh, I got yeah. to say roll time. You, you know? did it again, T.A., again. <laughs> Sorry for all hey. those out there. Hope the FCC is not listening. We're on Internet. I know we're good, but still. Hey, oh. I'm so tickled that Tucker and, and Nathan are watching from Tuscaloosa and Callie Hester. I told her I'd give her a high snap for Brock. He'll have out. to keep it himself. He may have gotten back to the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard or two, and that'll do it. But, yeah, I got uh, got two texts, one from uh, our good friend, Coach Scotty Patillo, who's listening to us tonight, and also from uh, Dr. Don, Dr. Don Texas, and said, hey, the video looks good, broadcast sounds good. If you could tell T.A. to just stop cussing for five seconds, it'll be the best broadcast All right, to heard. Don and Scotty. 
<laughs> Let me give you one big roll tide. How about that? <laughs> hey, I'll throw you in a war eagle too. Okay, hey, how about okay. that? All right. All Does right. that make things better? I, I think that's the formula. It's four roll tides to one war eagle. That <laughs> offsets everything. <laughs> Third down, nine to go for the Bobcats. High snap. Brock looking to pass. He's going to go right side. He's got Dalton Bowling in mind, and it will be picked <laughs> off out of the sky by Luke White of the Wolves. He'll pick it off around the 43-yard line, and that will bring up first down and 10 for the Wolves. And that's probably the best starting field position that the Wolves will have so far in this game. They're going to get it at about the 43, maybe. And uh, let's see if the Bobcats can put together another good defensive stand here. We've seen good, good play all game long. First down and 10 Wolves at the 43-yard line inside Woodland Territory. Four wide receivers, two to either side. There's going to be one in the backfield. That will be number 33, Brady Ritchie. Deloach takes the snap. He's going to throw in the flat right side. It's caught by his brother, the other Deloach on the team. That's number 22, Zeke Deloach, the sophomore. Gain of about four in the plays. He's pushed out of bounds on the far side. And I'm fogged up again over here, so I can't see numbers. So, But I'm cool. Yeah. I'm yeah, shaking. I'll take that. Here it is in the middle of summer, and I'm shaking. <laughs> we got good air conditioning in the new press box here at Warren Sewell Field. We, uh, we've got a lot of room up here, too. We've got our own booth, just me and TA, but we are social distancing. That's how big and luxurious uh, this box is. And a lot of people are like, oh, you're just rubbing it in. And I'm just saying we need comfortable work conditions just like everybody else does. Absolutely. Shotgun set for Deloach. He's thought about running. That pocket cap uh, collapses. He'll throw it before he breaks the line of scrimmage. He will get first down. That's going to be awfully close. I thought he maybe have gotten a foot over the line, and I think uh, defensive coordinator Jason Armstrong was kind of wondering that too. It looked like he walked about two or three steps beyond the line before he threw it, but it will be a first down Wolves. And I think Wolves head coach John Limbaugh has figured out something and talked it over at halftime because he is really – Leaving it up to Pacey to Pacey Deloach, the quarterback, to kind of just stand back there, and we're not getting a lot of rush. Shotgun snap. He'll hand off up the middle again to Richie. He goes up the middle, crosses the 25 down to the 23-yard line. That's going to be about a gain of seven up the middle for Brady Ritchie. Just a little draw play. Right back off center there for a good game, but it will be third down. Let's see if the Cats, which is his four down territory. Second down, four to go. They're going to say at the 25-yard line, putting it together a pretty good drive. Fayetteville is right now. Deloach taking a no, low snap off the shoe tops, throws, and it is batted by Guy McManus and in and out of the hands of Luke White. A great defensive play by the linebacker. That's going to bring up third down and short. The little man, McManus, showing a little vertical leap there. to. He's got some hops. I'll give it to him. Get a hand on that ball because the receiver was wide open behind him, but guy was able to get up high enough to get a finger on it. 7-12 to go in the third quarter. Third down and four for Fayetteville. Pace DeLoach not having a bad time as quarterback. He's being rushed by the Bobcat defense a good bit. Sends a receiver in motion, another low snap. He'll take it on the rush to the left side, and he'll be hit 
trying to lean forward to get to the 30-yard line, and one official on the far side says that he's right on the line to gain. But we'll see what they get. measurement on this one. Of course, the uh, the official that I'm looking at is the one that's furthest away from the ball, and he uh, is going to be about a yard shy. He'll be first down, or a fourth down, rather, at the 21-yard line. Let's see if we can get some good penetration here and get them for a loss here. My, they're. I'm trying to figure out. They what, are going to measure. Okay, they are going to measure. I was trying to figure out what was going on because it looked like the way that the team was moving back, it looked like, oh, did Fable get a long penalty that we didn't notice? But, uh, but they're just moving back, giving the chain crew enough uh, room to make their judgments. It's going to be very close. And it looks like he will have the first down by about half the football. So it will be first down with the front nose of the football at the 20-yard line. Lynette Panthers up big on Georgiana. Game at the half. The Panthers up top 47 to nothing. That's a uh, that's a really good game. Oh, Georgiana, a power in the 1A South. So And I did get an update. Uh, evidently, I'm, I'm watching score stream and like they did last year, but Aniston leads Welburn 7-6. Okay, okay. Low snap for DeLoach. He's looking to go right side. He oh. is in and out of the hands. He'll throw, and it's incomplete. Uh, intended by uh, – looks like it was intended by Luke White. They've moved him more to receiver than they have. Uh, used him as a running back tonight. They've gone more with Brady Ritchie. But, again, a great rush there by Kalen Houston as well as uh, number 55. That's Blue Heron. Second Almost down had Deloach in the backfield there. I didn't see who who that was that made that dive in attempt. It could have been Matthew, but I'm not sure. He's on the left side over there, so I – Kalen Houston right over the ball on the defensive line. Austin Champion and Matthew Butler on either side of him. Another handoff to Luke White, who they are moving him to the running back position. Now he'll gain about four or five on the play. Another good carry on the right side uh, going up the A-gap. There was a lot of early movement on that. I kept looking for a flag, but it looked like the, the wide out on this side started a little early, but no, no yellow. Rag on the ground. Third down and we'll say a seven ball at the 18-yard line. Very long seven, though. Another low snap for Deloach. He's going to go right side, and it is caught at the first down, but he will be pushed out of bounds again. That's number 22, Zeke Deloach, making the play. That will be a first down inside the 10-yard line for the Wolves. And it looks like the Wolves are really attacking the right side of the Bobcat defense over there. That's three plays in a row to the right side for big yards. And there is a heat timeout. We'll take one with them. 5.50 to go third quarter. Woodland on top, 14-0. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Are you looking for a caregiver after a recent hospitalization? Short-term stays are available for all ages at Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community. Services offered independent living in spacious private one- and two-bedroom suites, private bath with call button for assistance, three diet 
dietitian-approved nutritious meals served daily. 24-hour monitoring from our caring and trained staff. Visit TrailerHealth.com for more information. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for 38 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. First down and goal for the Fayetteville Wolves following the heat timeout. 5.50 to go in the third quarter. Woodland on top, 14-0 over the Fayetteville Wolves on the season opener of the 2020 football season. And they do have goal to go, so it's got to be a big stop here for the defense. They are going to go shotgun set. They are going to bring a new running back in there. Looks like it will be Hunter Robinson. He will hand off. He bounces off one, bounces off two. We'll get positive yardage close to the five-yard line, and that will be a uh, gain of about five. Luca Brown in on the stop, uh, second down. Eight plays so far for the Wolves on this drive that started about the 43-yard line of the Bobcats. Need a big stop right here. Yeah, they've done a pretty good job defensively tonight in a lot of ways. We'll see what, uh, what's in store for them in this red zone defense situation. 5-11 to go, third quarter. They're going to come out in an eye formation this time. Dotting the eye will be Luke White. He'll hand off to the big fullback again. Gain of about two. Good job of that big Woodland defensive line to uh, keep it at a minimal gain there. And that's going to be bring up third down. It's clear. Um, trying to get a, a look on that. I believe it's going to be number 26, Seth Limbaugh, coming in as the uh, big fullback on the play. And it's very obvious that's kind of what their goal was to be, was to try to get some pressure on the defensive line and kind of bully them a little bit and back them up. But last two plays, it hasn't really gone their way. So now they're looking to spread them out again. So they are going to go Wildcat. Fake the handoff, goes up the middle, and he is in the end zone. Touchdown, Wolves. A Wildcat formation. It was number 13, Luke White. He handed it off to uh, Brady Ritchie, and he'll get into the end zone for the Fayetteville touchdown. It's now 14-6 with 4.22 to go in the quarter. And just a little misdirection there. And we had uh, – I didn't see who was back there. I think it may have been 52 Austin champion to bring him down, but after he got into the end zone. Extra point attempt. Kicking will be Levi Phillips for the Wolves. And it's going to be another low snap kick, and that one's going to sail into the Woodland Knight. That one is good. 4.22 to go in the third quarter. 14-7, Fayetteville trails the Woodland Bobcats here on iSchool Sports. Vintage and antique furniture, decor for your farm or lake house. It's all at 56 Vintage Market in New Hope. 56 Vintage Market has that perfect piece to complete your home update. That's not all. Visit 56 Vintage Market on Facebook for a complete look at all vendors and items. It's all at 56 Vintage Market, 3500 County Road 56, inside the old New Hope School Building. Visit 56 Vintage Market online at 56vintagemarket.com. 
Around here, farming isn't a hobby, it's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. 4.22 to go in the third quarter. Fayetteville will kick this one away. Deep to return it will be number seven, Casey Smith. He fumbles the ball, picks it up around the 20-yard line. He's got space up the middle of the field, crosses the 25 down to around the 27-yard line. That's going to bring up first down and 10 for the Woodland Bobcats. They'll start this drive with 4.14 to go in the third quarter. All right, the uh, way you answer this is a good long drive. And put some points back on the board here. Score 14 to 7 now. We'll be first down and 10. We thank everybody for listening and watching tonight on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Shotgun set for Edwards. He'll send Woodham in motion from left to right. It'll be a keeper for Brock. He goes up the middle. We'll bring up the tail of the center. We'll get around the 31-yard line for a gain of about five, a pretty respectable gain there for the Bobcats. That'll bring up second down. Anytime you can get five yards on first down, and we've done that several times tonight, it just sets up your other two downs pretty easy, and the Bobcats have had success just running right at the Wolves. They've had a lot of success running the football. You're exactly right. Shotgun for Edwards. He'll hand off up the middle again. He'll bounce out to the right. That's Woodham, and he'll get hit in the backfield again. Brock giving Parker a little guidance there. He had a hole, and he cut it back to the left, right into the meat of the Wolf defense. So we'll bring up a third down and long play, third and seven. All the 30-yard line. Kind of have to throw here, you think? Yeah. I, I, I tell you what I'd like to see is that other, you know, fake the pitch and let Brock roll to the left side over there. and He's see gained he a lot can. of yards that way tonight. That is true. And he'll pitch That's it out left side. It will be Parker see. Woodham, and he'll get hit in the backfield. Just a play that was slow to develop, couldn't quite win the edge on the left side, and that brings up fourth down. Well, the Wolves' defense was set up perfect for that. They were stacked to the right side on that, and and that's the direction the Cats run in, so just couldn't get it outside. So it will be fourth down for Woodland. Brock Edwards back to punt this one away. 224 and counting, Woodland on top, 14-7 over Fayetteville. Back to return this punt. Looks like it's going to be number 13, Luke White. He's standing at his own 43-yard line. High snap for Edwards. He will kick this one away. A low line drive knuckleball kick that will be fair caught inside the 45. Down to the 43, first down to 10, Fayetteville. 2.04 to go in the third quarter. So your defense here, really the first time they've cracked all ball game, allowing a long drive to take place for Fayetteville. They ultimately run the ball in inside the five-yard line. What do you do here to try to adjust to what Fayetteville's doing on offense? Yeah, we just got to get back to being aggressive on defense. I think – I think Coach Limbaugh at the half figured out a way of 
keeping the cats a little off balance and with a few misdirections here and there. And let's see if the Bobcats can adjust and Low snap for Deloach again. He has to pick it off the ground to throw to the right side over the head of the intended target, Zeke Deloach. That's going to bring up second down again. He really wasn't rushed there, but again, he's had to battle that low snap all game long, and that's uh, kind of forcing some uh, Bobcats in as he has to you know, take the time to pick it up off the ground and then throw it. And the Wolves have thrown on first down even on the last drive, they even have. though it was a short field, 43 yards. They threw on first down several times and started this drive the same way. Second down, low snap again. They're going to throw in the flat. It will be caught by Luke White. He'll cross the 50-yard line. Brock Edwards will trip him up. He'll gain about another five yards on the play. He'll get down to the 39-yard line, tripped up around the 45. Another big first down for the Fayetteville Wolves. Luke White catching that one in the left flat. He picks up a first down for the Wolves. And the game is down to the Bobcat 39, so it'll be first and 10 rules at the Bobcat It's like Caleb Kelly will get a chance to come into the ball game, probably in that safety position. That's where he was used to playing last year. Had a big interception against Fayetteville last year in Sylacauga. He sure did. I still remember that one. It was a big play. Yeah, brought it from deep in their own territory down to the 20. Deloach rolling out, and oh, he shakes one, shakes two. He's just going to have to keep it himself, and he'll be hit in the backfield down to the 45-yard line. We'll give credit to Matthew Butler, Mick Bailey, and the guy that got to eat the whole time, I believe that was going to be uh, number 56, Nathaniel Smither. No, it's Parker Woodham. Parker Woodham getting the sack over on the far side. He's calling uh, for a substitution as he comes up hobbling. Maybe we'll see him again uh, soon. He's trying to call for a substitution. And it looks like they're going to bring out uh, Logan Barrett to come in for him. Luca will move from that rover position to a true linebacker in order to uh, compensate that substitution. And I think Parker's fine. He just had to walk it off. But maybe we can get him back in there pretty quick. Yeah, he's not, uh, he's not going towards the bench. He's not taking his helmet off. So that is a good news. Throws it over right side, and it is incomplete. Intended again by Zeke Deloach. Many times that uh, Pacey Deloach has been able to throw the ball, he's hit the receivers in the bread basket, and it's just bounced off their chest, or they just don't bring it in. They kind of have uh, uh, hands of concrete, and it just bounces right off. So um, a lot of things not going well for Pacey Deloach tonight, but that doesn't take away from just how good of a quarterback he really is. We watch film all week. You know, that's that's a lot of, you know, what we do, uh, you know, as you know, us as broadcasters. We just don't show up and just, you know, hey, whatever happens. We, we study these teams. Pacey Deloach is a good quarterback. He really is, and I remembered him quickly from last year. Shotgun for Deloach. He's going to take it himself. He's going to make the decision to go up the field. He shakes one tackle, gets back to the original line of scrimmage, finally falls out of bounds around the 37-yard line. Still going to be well short of the first down, though. But, again, you know, smart moving there by Pacey DeLoach to get positive yardage out of a play that was sure destined to fail. And it's going to be interesting to see what the Wolves do here. Will they punt? I'm saying no. I think they've had some success that last drive. And I think they think that they can pick up this uh, probably, what, six, seven yards there? Yeah, I think they're going to give them about six on the play. I think they've got to get to just beyond the 30-yard line around the uh, about the 28-yard line. And this is where got to get off the field here. 
that offense back out there. And whoa, hold on. Some, something happened. <laughs> I think timeout. Yeah, timeout taken by Fayetteville. Just the way the snap looked was just kind of odd. So I knew something had to happen. Either the loach wasn't ready, but the center was. But they did call timeout. So we do. We'll, we'll take a timeout with them. 41 seconds to go, third quarter. 14 7 in favor of the Woodland Bobcats here on High School Sports. Hey, it's Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. Does your kitchen or bathroom need a facelift? Let Brown's Cabinets help. High-quality cabinets and vanities built locally in Woodland, Alabama that are custom-made to fit your needs. Any style, any size. They even deliver and install. With over 20 years of experience in the industry, Brown's Cabinets stand by their work and guarantee satisfaction for their customers. Call Caleb today for a free estimate, 256-610-5852. Check out Brown's Cabinets' latest projects on Facebook. Search Brown's Cabinets. Following the timeout, fourth down and about down seven to go. They've got to get just to the 29-yard line. From the 35-yard line, big play here for the Bobcat D. Low snap. He'll go right side, and it will be caught. A gain of about seven or eight on the play, and that will be good enough for a Fayetteville first down. Just another quick out. Uh, fourth quarter down at Roanoke, and the Hanley Tigers are up 41-0 over Randolph County High School. The and 20 to 15, Horseshoe Ben with 4:58 left in the third as they play the Dogs of Wadley. Send a receiver in motion. It will be Brady Ritchie keeping it out of the Wildcat formation. He'll take it down to the 20-yard line. A pretty solid gain there. They've kind of gone with that to kind of throw the defense off a good bit tonight. And sometimes it's worked, sometimes it hasn't. Uh, most recently that it did work, it got them a touchdown. I think our corners are going to have to come up and challenge these receivers, especially because they went to the right side over there, and I don't know who the corner is over there. I can't, I can't tell from here, but uh, – they need to come up and get right up on them. Low snap, another fake handoff by Brady Ritchie. He'll take it to the right side. The Gets about three or four quarter. as the third quarter Brady comes Brady to an end. Get your fours up, everybody. 14-7 Woodland on top of Fayetteville. This is Bobcats football from my school sports. Fourth quarter action coming up in just a few moments. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands a small town of Woodland, Alabama. A wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers. Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. 
the all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. Now back to Woodland Bobcat football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. 12 minutes to go in this one. Woodland on top by a score of 14 to 7. Uh, Brock Edwards with two touchdown passes on the night, or two uh, two touchdowns. He has a touchdown run of three yards and also a 32-yard pass to Dalton Bolin. Both extra points were good by Parker Woodham. Dalton Bolin also with a big interception in the first quarter. That last uh, score in the third quarter came with 4.22 to go. It was a three-yard run by Brady Ritchie of Fayetteville. So 14-7 to go, a big fourth quarter here. What do the Bobcats need to do to finish off uh, finish off right? Well, we got to figure out how we can stop them right now in the second half. The Wolves have had a lot better field position than they did the first half, and they've been able to do a little bit more. We just got to we got to shut them down here, try to get off of the field, get the ball back, and close this one out. Wildcat again up the middle for Brady Ritchie. He's stuffed behind the 15-yard line down to the 17. Uh, he's going to be awfully close to the first down, depending on where they spot him. I think he's going to be about a yard short. I believe you're right. That's going to bring up fourth down. They do have a really good kicker, though, but I don't think they would use him in this situation down by seven. No, I think they're going to try to, while they got the Bobcats on the heels, they're going to try to go ahead and They've been pretty successful so far this second half. Let's see if the Bobcats can get some penetration and put a stop here. Wide in motion from right to left. They're trying to get Woodland to jump, and, and I think it worked. Did. Oh, my goodness. And we have a Pulling out all the stops to try to the get the lead on Woodland, trying to get him to crack. And that will bring up a first down following the offsides penalty. Let's get everybody up to date on scores. Down at Horseshoe Bend, the score 20 to 15 as the Generals lead the Bulldogs. 2015, Hanley up 41 nothing on RCHS. And here the score 14 to 7 with the Wolves threatening. First down and 10 from the 12-yard line, a low snap. He's going to throw it right side, and it is caught by Pacey DeLoach going back to his old position, and that one is going to go for a touchdown. That's going to be Brady Ritchie throwing a touchdown pass to Pacey DeLoach, 10.57 to go in the fourth quarter. Well, let's see. All right, that's going to put it, pull them to M1. I'm sure they'll kick the extra point here. Maybe we can get in here and block this and try to get some momentum back. We really haven't had any, ha, haven't had any momentum since we had the two penalties going in right before the half when we had the ball down about the three, you know. And they are going to kick the extra and point. Blocked. And I wonder if they're going to see some – Wonder what that was. They were rushing that kick hard. Hopefully they didn't catch him off sides. And no, they did. My goodness. Yep. Defense offsides. Now 
What do you do if you coach Limbaugh with a half the distance to the go? I still say you kick, though. You don't want to take any chances yeah. here and worth uh, and risk Woodland trying to run out the clock because their running game has been pretty good today. It wouldn't surprise me if they try everything well, they can to just kind of run out about the clock. It. They're definitely thinking about it. Let's see here. They are going to go, aren't they? Looks like they are going to try to go for two out of that same formation, that Wildcat formation. Pacey DeLoach lining up as your wide out on the left side, being guarded by Dalton Bowling. Luke White in motion from right to left. It will be taken up the middle. He dives for it, and he will be stuffed behind the goal line. Nice that two-point conversion is no good. Great play, Mick Bailey. Great play, Kalen Houston. Great play, Matthew Butler and Dalton Boland. 10.57 to go in the fourth quarter. 14-13, Woodland holding on to the lead. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. Since 1892, since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. 14-13, kick is going to be a little low as the kicker slipped on the field. It will be taken at the 31-yard line, 10.56 to go in the ball game. Another well-strategized offensive drive for the Fayetteville Wolves, ending again with that Wildcat touchdown. It was a touchdown pass this time from Brady Ritchie to Pacey Loach instead of the other way around, which is normally how it would be. Uh, Brady Ritchie normally a wide out or a running back and Pacey Loach being the quarterback. But the two-point conversion fails, so Woodland still holding on to that 14-13 lead with 10.56 to go. Brock Edwards will take the snap. Sidecar left is going to be Parker Woodham. He will hand it off on the reverse to Dalton Boland. He gets hit at the 30-yard line. Gain or loss of about two, rather. That brings up second down. Yeah, the Cats have got to find a way of getting some positive yards. We haven't really had a lot of positive yards this half compared to last half so we just need some positive things to happen get something good happen get a little momentum going and get this ball downfield because we need to burn some clock right here yes we do do anything you can to get that clock wound down would have been motion again he'll get the pitch going to the right side cuts up and he will get hit at the 30 yard line maybe the 31 before he gets pushed back again a very minimal game for the bobcats once again, the Bobcats just try that little roll pitch to the right, and it's just not there. It's just not there right now. The Wolves have done an excellent job of shutting that outside run down this half. I want to thank everybody for listening to the game tonight as well as watching the game on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. We talked about the – video portion a lot, but we're only doing that for home games this year when we go on the road to Randolph County next week and then Raglan and Donahoe in the consecutive weeks. We will have audio, but no video. 
Brock Edwards will take the ball all the way down to the 39-yard line. I think he's going to stretch to the 40, still about three yards shy of the first down. But um, bringing up the point, we are, are broadcasting our games on the Mixler app. So if you go to your uh, app store or the Google Play store, whatever smartphone you have, download the Mixler app, search for us. And when you search for Woodland on iSchool Sports, be sure to give us a follow. That way, every time that we broadcast a Woodland athletic event, not just football, but we call basketball, uh, wanted to call baseball and softball last year, but COVID had other plans. And uh, so anytime we broadcast a Woodland athletic event, uh, you will be notified. And they are going to pooch punt this one. I was hoping we'd get a flag on a jump on the defensive line. Didn't quite work out, and that pooch punt's going to roll down to the 42-yard line. <laughs> oh, man. It's, all, it's always something that <laughs> the officials always see one side but never the other again. Yeah, that was definitely a jump by the Wolves. I'd love to see the replay on it especially. So the Wolves again with pretty good starting field position. And the Cats have got to find a way of getting off of this field on defense. We haven't done it this half too well. First down at the 42-yard line, 8.38 to go in the ball game. Fayetteville trailing the Woodland Bobcats 14-13. It was all Woodland in the first half, but Fayetteville has slowly picked apart that Woodland defense here in the second half. So it will be first down and 10. Again, they're going with the Wildcats, sick with what works. They're going to go left side. He's hitting the backfield this time. Good play by that Woodland defensive end. Looks like it's going to be number 50, Eli Rollins, picking up that tackle. Mick Bailey was there as well as Blue Heron. That'll be second down and a long 10. Got just behind the line of scrimmage. This is where you got to dig down deep and look for that something extra and Try your best to get off of that field. Make some plays, guys. Come on. Second down, 10 to go. Again, another shotgun set, but it will be, looks like Zeke DeLoach coming in at the quarterback position. He'll take it up the middle, bounces off his own offensive lineman, and, man, was that perfect for the Woodland defense. That really helped out Matthew Butler secure that tackle as he was chasing him from behind. He bounced off his offensive lineman, and eating him for lunch was Matthew Butler. Big Houston coming back in at nose tackle here on third down, which is probably a – probably look for a pass here. It's probably going to come right at us over here on this side, the way it's set up. Yeah, we'll they've got uh, three options at receiver over to the right. They're sending one of them in motion. It will be a fake handoff. They are going to go up the middle. He's wrapped up behind the line of scrimmage. Get him down, guys. He'll fall down around the midfield logo, still about four yards shy of the first down. That was Brock Edwards and Casey Smith taking him down. That'll bring up fourth down at about four. I tell you what, though, that was a very good hard run by the Wolf running back. Fourth down and three. Running hard in this. Put them in a position where I think they may go here, but I may be wrong. We'll see what kind of strategy they have. It looks like they're putting Phillips back to punt, and I guess that's probably the best-case scenario because, yes, you are down by one. Yes, you – want to get a good chance to score, but you still got six and a half minutes to work with, and the defense, the way they've played so far in the second half. Uh, I mean, I feel like, you know, if you're – Watch for a fake here. There, are, there is going to be a timeout to talk about it. 
So we are going to take a timeout with them. 6.27 to go in the ball game. 14-13 in favor of the Woodland Bobcats here on High School Sports. Edward Jones provides for the needs of individual investors and financial advisor Sean Bradley will now be serving the Randolph County and surrounding area investors from a new convenient location at 21 South Main Street in Wadawi. Edward Jones can help you prepare for retirement, plan for education expenses, or work toward your financial goals. Stop by the office or call Sean Bradley at 256-363-2252. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Do you remember when your banker knew you by name? Do you miss having a bank with hometown spirit? Visit us at Southern States Bank, where we believe in making local decisions, the communities we serve, where we are proud to support local high school football. This is David Sears, Market President of Randolph County here in Weedowie. I invite you to come see us at 117 Main Street, Weedowie, or 548 Main Street, Runup, and let us customize a plan to meet all your banking needs. Find us online at southernstatesbank.net. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 410611, and 53. The Bobcats play here. This is Woodland Bobcat Football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Big fourth down play for the Fayetteville Wolves here with 6.27 to go in the ball game. Woodland leads Fayetteville 14-13. Looking like they were going to punt, but I think T.A., they were uh, had I a little something they, up their uh, sleeve. I think they had something up their sleeve there because they were lined up a little bit different than they – have been in the previous punting situations, and I think that was a reason the Bobcats look. Uh, the defense had it set up, and Limbaugh called a timeout. But uh, we'll see what they do now. I think they probably punt now. Shout out to Michael Meeks, one of our cameramen in the future. Listening to us tonight. Yeah, he's. Joined us. Kevin Brown, he's going to be joining us uh, in the booth sometimes, too, to uh, shoot some games. But he's shooting some photos tonight, so a uh, big shout-out to him for helping us out. There's going to be a fake. He's going to get it up the middle. He's got first down yardage. He's at the 40, cuts back to the 35, pushing a couple cats with him down to the 31-yard line. It was a, a fake snap to the punter, but it ended up going to one of the backs. He goes to the right side, and that's going to be a huge first down down to the 30. I believe that was Brady Ritchie getting the carry to the right side. A lot of confidence in his players from Coach Limbaugh to go ahead and do that after the timeout. But uh, I'll tell you, 13 is a handful to bring down. Yes, he is. No doubt about it. And he ran a lot last year on us. And it was mostly in the second half, if you remember. Deloach again lining up as a wide out on the left side in this Wildcat set. Another fake handoff. Going up the middle, Brady Ritchie. He shakes one tackle, gets into the 20-yard line. And that will, I think it'll be about a yard shy of the first down. But again, another great carry to the right side for the Fayetteville Wolves. I don't know. This whole second half, it looked like the Bobcats have been kind of on their heels instead of being aggressive like they were in the second half. Somebody's going to have to step up and lead here. This is a time where your leaders come up and put their foot down and say, okay, enough's enough. We're going we're gonna to get up here and pop them. And they're going to take a timeout probably to talk about that. Your score with 5.45 to go in the ballgame, 14-13 in favor of Woodland. This is Bobcats football from high school sports. 
Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, offering over 55 years of experience in senior services and committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages, providing housekeeping, dietitian-approved meals. Visit them at their website at trailerhelp.com or call 334-863-3500. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIBC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. Fayetteville Wolves driving here on first down and 10 from the 2545 to go in the football game. Woodland on top, 14 to 13. Coming out of that Wildcat formation again. This is where the rubber meets the road right here. We got to make a stop here. Low snap, fumble on the play. It's picked up by White, and he will get hit in the backfield. That was a great play by number 10, Guy McManus, to stay with him all the way through the pursuit. He loses a couple yards on the play, and that's going to bring up second down. Yes, this is a big, big drive for that Woodland defense here. They haven't scored any points the offense has here in the uh, second half of play in the Defense really needs to step up here, give the offense something to work with, with hopefully about uh, four, maybe three and a half minutes left to go in the half or in the ball game. Low snap again, fake handoff. He goes right side. He will go up the middle again. Brock Edwards reaching for him. He'll start the tackle, but he will make a big dive around five uh, yards on the play, and that will uh, – That's two plays in a row. Brock's had to come out because a helmet come off and uh, – so it will be a third down and about middle for Fayetteville. Five minutes exactly to go here in the ball game. Huge third down play for the defense. Luke White in motion, another low snap. He's hit in the backfield. Atta boy, Woodland Bobcats. Bubble and the we play. got the ball. It Are they going to say? They're probably going to say he was down, but – Either way, at the 20-yard line is where he goes. They sent the house on that left side. They've been crashing it this entire drive. Eli Rollins, Mick Bailey, Parker Woodham, and uh, Matthew Butler in on the stop, pushing them all the way back to the 20-yard line, a huge loss of six, and another big decision coming up for Coach Limbaugh and the Wolves. Well, they have no choice but to go for it here. I don't know what they're going to run. They've had a lot of – it looks like they're going to line up and try a field goal here. They've got a good kicker in Levi Phillips. And that's going to look like what, a 39. 39-yard field goal attempt for the junior Don't Levi jump off sides, Caps. Stay on side. Going to be a low snap. Kick is up, and it is that's good. good. 
right down the middle. 16-14, Fayetteville has taken a lead with 3.49 to go in the game. A huge offensive drive coming up for the Cats. You're listening to Bobcats Football from iSchool Sports. We're back in a moment. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero Turn more better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811 Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com. Young Strong and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, and immunizations, even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you are here, you can check out the gun and ammo shop, as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Drug and General Store, 24460 Highway 48 Woodland. 3.49 to go in the ball game. Fayetteville has just taken a 16-14 lead over Woodland thanks to a 39-yard field goal from number one, Levi Phillips. He'll boot this one into the air. It'll be taken in the deepest part of the return group on the right side. He'll take it to the 25, find some room to the 30, and that's where he'll get upended around the 31-yard line. I believe that was going to be, uh, I believe, Dalton Bolin that brought it out to the 31-yard line. First down to 10, Bobcats, 3.42 to go here in the ball game. All right, so they've just surrendered the lead, but they've still got plenty of time to march down the field. What do they do, and uh, how do they get it done? Well, they got to play with a little sense of urgency here. You still got 342. It's not like you can't drive this, make a good drive here, taking your time. But we have got to get some uh, forward progress here. We haven't had a lot of it this half. Let's see if Coach Armstrong can come up with something here. Luca Brown checking in at the tailback position. He goes in motion from left to right. He will get the pitch, and he gets to the line of scrimmage maybe a yard after that. He's upended by Jacob Weiss, the senior for the Fayetteville Wolves. That's going to bring up second down with the clock continuing to run. And we got a player down with a cramp here. But we're just not uh, – it's just like we had three guys out here on this corner to make that play and make that block to spring to back, and it just uh, it ran right through him. we got to make our blocks. We're going to take a timeout while he is being attended to. 3.29 to go in the ballgame, 16-14 in favor of Fayetteville on iSchool Sports. Around here, farming isn't a hobby, it's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Now back to Woodland Bobcat football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. The injured player is Luca Brown, number 31, dealing with some cramps. I think it's just a cramp. That uh... will bring Parker Woodham back. He is sidecar left to Brock Edwards in the shotgun set. 
Takes a snap. He's going to roll out right side. Got a receiver. To pass. He's going to have to keep it himself. Gets to the line of scrimmage. He shakes one, shakes two, carries a guy down to the 33-yard line. He's a little upset. Felt like he could have gotten a little bit more on the play, and that will bring up third down and about six. And we had a receiver wide open on that play. Logan Barrett, I think, was the man. But Brock pulled it down and ran with it. Uh, probably didn't see him. It was a, he was a, coming across the middle. And they'll try it again, third down, and they're going to say officially six at the 34-yard line. Edwards will take the snap. He'll send Parker in motion. He'll keep it. He's got room up the middle. He's going to be about a yard shy. He'll get down to the 39-yard line. Clock still running with two and a half to go. And this is definitely four down territory. The Cats have got to go for it here. There's just not a, enough time left. To... They are going to take a timeout to talk about it. We'll take our final timeout of the broadcast. When we come back, maybe we'll have some scores for you. 2.13 to go in the fourth quarter. 16-14 Fayetteville on top of Woodland here on iSchool Sports. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. The Bobcats play here. This is Woodland Bobcat Football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Back here as the timeout continues for the Bobcats as they face a big fourth down coming up. Running down the last scores I got, uh, this one from Horseshoe Bend. Horseshoe Bend leading widely 20-15. to 15. That one was with 4.58 left in the third. Hanley, a final as they defeat the RCHS Tigers 41-0. Scrolling down the pad here, Lynette has beaten Georgiana by a score of 47-0. Sachs leads Sylvania 18-14. Uh, let's see what else I got. Aniston in the big game up in Aniston. The Bulldogs leading the Panthers 17-12. Uh, the Ramblin' Bulldogs still lead White Plains 21-18. Big game here, fourth down and two for Woodland. They trail by two with 2.13 to go. Fayetteville looking to rush hard. Brock's going to go left side, stretch, Brock. Oh, I don't know if he got he it. He didn't get it. I'm right here, I'm standing, I can see straight down. And from where they marking this, uh, it's oh, going to be being close. Generous. They're being generous they're with the spot. Very generous, Thank but uh, the marker on the other side, well, he may have it. They gave He's him a first it. down, yes. That's another Homestar Mortgage first down brought to you by Homestar Mortgage, Lori Brown team. They'll help you restore your credit. Mobile home financing is available along with primary, secondary, and even investment properties. Find the easiest home with Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage. That was a big play from Brock Edwards, the third-year starter at quarterback, now a senior, taking that leadership role to an extreme in that play. <laughs> Thank you for that spot, too. Bowling in motion. He fakes the handoff to him. Brock looking to throw. Goes in the middle oh, of the field. It's caught by up. Matthew Butler. Go, Matthew. 25-20. 15 Oh, he's oh, gone. Oh, he's gone. 
No flags. No flags. No flags. His first game as a tight end and Matthew Butler. 60 yards for the Bobcat touchdown. Oh my gosh, what a play. A minute 39 to go too. It couldn't have happened at a better time to a better guy. Oh Gotta my. love Matthew. And the Bobcats have taken that lead back. Woo! That is a 60 yard pass from Brock Edwards to Matthew Butler. On for the 56 vintage market extra point attempt. It looks like they are going to go for two. Not a bad move there. They will go for two. Shotgun set for Brock. Parker Woodham lined up to the left. He's going to go in motion. Brock going to keep it. He's trying to throw it out. Won't work. Two-point conversion will not go, but the Bobcats have taken a four-point lead with a minute and a half to go. 20-16. to 16. Cats on top of Fayetteville. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Around here, farming isn't a hobby. It's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, offering over 55 years of experience in senior services and committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages, providing housekeeping, dietitian-approved meals. Visit them at their website at trailerhealth.com or call 334-863-3500. Welcome back to Bobcat Football from iSchool Sports. We'll give you the Reliance Realty scoring recap in just a second. Following this kickoff from Matthew Butler. Butler will low line drive this one. It'll take it about midfield. He'll go to the left side, gets to the 40. He's hit hard at the 40-yard line. He'll bounce off one, but get down to the 42-yard line. And that's where Fayetteville will set up shop with 133 to go in the ball game. For the Reliance Realty scoring recap, presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Here's the A. The Bobcats took five plays to take the lead back. Over the Fayetteville Wolves, ending in a 60-yard touchdown pass from Brock Edwards to none other than number 88, Matthew Butler. Senior to senior, uh, the point after attempt was no good. The Cats lead here 20-16 to 16 with a minute 33 to go. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit Reliancerealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. Shotgun set for the Wolves to loach back at quarterback. He's looking to go right side. He's going to unload on a deep ball. It is thrown in. It oh. is incomplete. Great play by number seven, Casey Smith, to break that one down. He followed Zeke to loach the whole way. Did everything he could without making contact. Bats the ball to the ground. Second down. A huge pass play broken up by the Woodland That's defense. the kind of pass give you a heart attack because he looked open for a minute and Casey come up and 
I thought he was going to come down with the interception, but hey, we'll take it. Let's just get three more stops here and close this one out and go home with a happy Friday night in Woodland, Alabama. How about that? Those are the best kinds of Friday nights in Woodland, Alabama, I'm telling you. We need this. Second down and 10. The Loach, another low snap. He has to pick it off the ground. It's a fumble. He's in trouble. He's going to keep it himself. He goes left side. No, he's going to throw it deep again. He's in trouble, and it is incomplete again. Overshoots the intended receiver, Jacob Vice. That was Brock Edwards knocking that one to the ground this time. A big third down for Fayetteville. Brock Edwards stretching out there big time. Got behind that, tried to come down with it, but... To no avail, still a great play for Brock. Going to bring up third down and long. I got to tell you, T.A., broadcasting is a passion of mine, so I've got to drop another famous line from one of the best broadcasters in this part of the country, Mr. Larry Munson. I've got to ask you one more time, Cats, to hunker down. Let's go. One big play here, well, possibly two. Got to find a way to hunker down. Another low snap. Another deep pass. He's in trouble. He's being pursued by Smitherman. He'll get rid of it. And it is intercepted. It's picked off at the 35. Brock Edwards will slide Woo. down at the 40-yard line, and that will seal the deal here in Woodland, Alabama. We're right at a minute and four seconds, and we needed a play like that. Brock Edwards, you the man tonight, baby. Brock Edwards. <laughs> We talk about in that last drive, Matthew Butler getting a ton of credit for making that uh, touchdown catch. But that play before that, Brock Edwards lowered his head, got the first down that set up that play, and now he has picked off the pass with a minute and four seconds to go to possibly seal this game. I'm trying to get Mark and Stephanie to turn around. I know they're tickled to death. They're sitting right in front of me. I know you hear me, Mark. I know you're a happy dad. Good job, Brock. Oh. Man, let's close this one out. 20 to 16, Woodland on top with a minute and four to go. Both teams with a timeout left. Brock will keep it. Tries to run up the middle. He Good gets job. to the 45-yard line, down to the 47. And Fayetteville can stop the clock one more time, and then this one's over. It'd be nice to get the first down here to really seal the deal big time. But uh, second down and about four to go with the 47. 32 seconds. They're trying to do everything they can to run that clock down, play clock down to about 12. And they are probably going to snap it with about one second to go. Five, four, three on the play clock. Brock takes a snap. He'll run it right side. He's, he's got get plenty it. of room midfield, and that's where he's going to stop. I think he's pretty close to the line there. The I ball think he had got to it. get to about the 50, didn't it? To yeah, get they're the going to spot down. him at around the 49-yard line far side. That is a home star mortgage first down and probably the sweetest one of the night. Yes, as the sir. clock has expired at Warren Sewell Field, the Bobcats. And the Cats are off to a 1-0 start, and we're giving high fives in the press box. 20-16, to 16, your final score. Woodland on top of Fayetteville. We'll take a one-minute timeout. When we come back, T.A. and I will try to recap this one as best we can. Your score, 20-16. to 16, Fayetteville falls to the Woodland Bobcats. 
Edward Jones provides for the needs of individual investors, and financial advisor Sean Bradley will now be serving the Randolph County and surrounding area investors from a new convenient location at 21 South Main Street in Wadawee. Edward Jones can help you prepare for retirement, plan for education expenses, or work toward your financial goals. Stop by the office or call Sean Bradley at 256-363-2252. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. Now back to Woodland Bobcat football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Well, the 2020 season starts on a high note with the Bobcats winning a huge game, 20-16, here at Warren Sewell Field. A pretty eventful fourth quarter there for the Bobcats. They uh, gave up a 12-yard touchdown pass out of the Wildcat. Uh, they got, or Fayetteville got the game to within one point. And then a 39-yard field goal with 3.49 to go in the quarter uh, put Fayetteville on top, 16-13. And then a huge first down pass, 60 yards from Brock Edwards to Matthew Butler after a just a leadership move, I've got to say that, by Brock Edwards lowering his head and getting a first down on a fourth down conversion, the play before that, and then to make this a sweet icing on the cake. He picks off the pass that ultimately and seals all the we needed. All we needed was that little bit of momentum. It, we, it took us the whole second yes, half to yes. get it, but we got it back, and the Cats are going to close this one out. Let me give you one more final here before we go. Uh, White Plains uh, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, they're up 10 on the Ramburn Bulldogs, 31-21. That's a huge score up in Calhoun County, but uh, gosh, uh, Great score here as uh, Woodland moves now to you one and zero. Believe it is always sixteen. <laughs> Just getting the win tonight is so special. We get off to a one and zero start. We got Randolph County next week, and then we'll get into region play. But hey, man, we look pretty good tonight. We got uh, we had some dead spots, but most teams do during the game. And hey, I know you happy. I'm happy. Yeah, a lot of things. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of things went right. We saw a lot of things that were uh, different this year than uh, we saw last year, and uh, seemed like the plan just all came together for the most part. It really did, and this was just an enjoyable game, not only for the fans and the fact that we haven't been able to get on a football field since November of last year, and it's just a great way. So happy for the Bobcats. So happy for Coach Armstrong and his boys and the whole coaching staff. All these fans that come out tonight, they're going to go home happy, happy, happy. Yes, that's right. Any final words before we get out of here tonight? Hey, I'm looking forward to next week. Uh, we're audio only next week down at Wee Dowie, and we hope all our fans will get out there and join us for game two. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Woodland, Randolph County next week in Wee Dowie. We hope to see you out there, but if not uh, – 
Just go to iSchoolSportsNetwork.com, uh, click Listen Live on the uh, underneath the Woodland logo, and we'll be happy to tell you the story from our uh, little perch on the visitor side over <laughs> at Ron Waters Field. Tonight's broadcast of Woodland Bobcat football was powered by the Knowles Group. For all of your investment needs and financial services, call the Knowles Group at 205-414-7459. The final score tonight, Woodland 20, Fayetteville 16. Woodland opens the season at 1-0 while Fayetteville falls to 0-1. You can read more on tonight's game by picking up a copy of the Randolph Leader available next Wednesday. Next Friday night, Woodland travels to Wedowie for a renewal of the Grocery Bowl rivalry with the Randolph County Tigers. Our pregame coverage begins at 625. TA and I will have the call beginning at 7 p.m. on the banks of Frog Level Creek. For executive producers of iSchool Sports, Adam Slay and Wes Kinsey. For our eyes in the sky tonight, Al Haynes and Matthew Knight. For my broadcast partner, Terry Allen, I'm Taylor Jones, thanking each of you for making Woodland football and iSchool Sports a part of your night. From all of us at iSchool Sports, good night and go Cats. Thank you for listening to Woodland Bobcat Football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or recording of this event without express written consent of Woodland High School and iSchool Sports is strictly prohibited. Executive producers of iSchool Sports are Wes Kinsey and Adam Slay. On-site producers of Woodland Bobcat Football are Kevin Brown, Terry Allen, and Taylor Jones. Listen to the replay of this game or any past production on demand by subscribing to iSchool Sports on SoundCloud, iTunes, or iHeartRadio. Don't forget to download the Mixler app to listen to the Bobcats live on your smartphone. Stay tuned all season long for more Woodland Bobcat football from iSchool Sports.